Oh. Oh, that's the sound we like to start. The downside was, welcome to the downside. Uh, I'm here with my co-host, Russell Daniels. Russell, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm fine. Why? I'm fine. Um, well, I was getting my notepad to tell you why I was, oh my God, I have a bag of carrots in my... I always loose, put loose food. carrots? No, it's 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 baby carrots. I always uh, I always put them in a bag, and I'm like, I'll eat them tonight in between sets. Why are you giving me a look? It's baby carrots. It's too big of a bag to take with you. And nobody like that's what you like to eat oh, between sets. He he went orange for a bit. He was eating too many carrots. His hands were orange. So when I was uh, a baby, apparently babies are very susceptible to whatever is the orange ingredient in carrots. And uh, my mom fed me a lot of carrots, and so you, the babies can turn a little bit orange. Yeah, and that's what happened to me. No, I was talking about when I've I've known you, like like five years ago, you were eating so many carrots, your yeah. hands were orange. I used to eat a bag of these a day. So you still and you eat them plain. Uh, yeah, I like to nibble. It's more about the nibbling. Yeah, I've always been a nibbler. Really I was a pen biter. I used to be a shirt sucker. I remember when baby carrots came out. When did they come out? At I didn't know it was that point. recent. Yeah, they didn't used to exist. They, 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 I feel like we didn't, I mean, maybe we were so poor. My mother, you know, you wanted a baby carrot. We had a massive carrot that she would cut up and still two yeah. big pieces. And it never was appetizing. And then this came out with a little bit of ranch people started doing. Yeah. yeah. And that's when I started getting turned on. I said, okay, you're throwing in some ranch. <laughs> you know, we're making a situation here. Now, this, is, this is something I can get behind, you know, so. I'll do it with peanut butter. But I just like you'll do carrots and peanut weird, butter. Weird, weird. What the fuck? What's wrong with that? You can do celery and peanut butter. Carrots and peanut butter is weird. I don't think it's weird at all. Wait, uh, what, Marco, what about you? Can't do carrot. You can't do carrots. No. And peanut butter. What's what's the what's that's that disgusting. dish? Is that that's uh, celery with the the ants on a log? Yeah, that's celery. That's celery. But you can do it with peanut butter. Listen. I, I don't do fuck all with peanut butter. Fuck, I made a whole notepad with all my notes for today. Peanut butter's for lost it. What the fuck? No, but it's it's not. Oh. Russell, you talk for a second. Okay, what am I talking about? you know, your bathroom, and not oh. to get into it, not to get into it, you know, it's really, to get into that flusher, you gotta really, first of all, Russell, good luck to you, your hand, my hand is as small as they come, it's as small as they come, you gotta squeeze in there, because I was always the kid that I could get into stuff, Yeah. like, oh, there's something stuck, my mother would call yeah, me I behind the that fridge, I'm not so that that's kid. me. And I felt I was brought back. Oh, I'm like, wow. oh, I'm to flush. Like, we need a lever. First of all, everybody who went to the button, not to make like a Seinfeld bit off the top, but it's so, like, why? who went with the button? I don't want to touch. I want to kick a lever with my fucking mm, foot. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I'm not trying to get it's invasive. the I think new the best COVID. airplanes, yeah. sometimes they have, the, they have like the pedal. You don't even have to kick. You just put a pedal down by the thing. No, I'm saying, yeah, let's bring that back. Sure. Yeah. What are we going back to? But like button is so I got to get in your toilet now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. I have to choose the water with the button. I'm always like doing two. Yeah. I, feel I like do I, both. You do both. I do both. Oh, I do both, too. No matter I don't what, know which I don't which. need problems. I'm not learning your toilet. I don't want to learn about the, No, no, no. I don't want to have to learn or look. I'm pushing both. I, any kind of feeling that can make me feel like I'm doing good in the world. Never. No, if I'm I not doing that anything. Up. You're not doing anything. You're doing zero. Yeah. Yes, you are. I have to You're tell you. You're fingering a toilet for no reason. <laughs> it's, I, I, yeah. No. If, it's, if it's yellow, do you let it mellow at your home? No, no. I flush it. I flush. I live my life. I enjoy. I do not recycle. I don't do anything anymore. If companies aren't doing it, you better believe I'm not doing it. If you want a top-down approach, 
Fucking lead. You want top down, trickle down? I'll wait. I'll wait. Give me something to trickle down. But so far, you're giving me hoarding. You give, and that's where I'm going. I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not recycling. I'm not separating. Um, they showed me one video of the recycling truck going to the the yeah. dump. Oh yeah. Same yeah. with the. I said, okay, you got yeah. me. Fool me once. You my, show me who you are. I never forget. My landlord is like, um, we have so many, <laughs> we have so many diagrams in our recycling room for mm-hmm. like, and he is a shamer. One time I didn't break down the box of Diet Cokes properly. He took a photo, posted it publicly. It's still there saying this is not a broken down box. That's defamation. This is <laughs> this. And then, then the photo of him doing it properly. A photo so, of him. Uh, <laughs> like no, he did no, a no, photo no. shoot? He, like, no, no. he <laughs> said make sure you get the action motion. <laughs> he broke it down better and then posted that photo too. Being wow. like this is how you have to do it. So it's like it's a whole wall of like of like instructions for, for trash. If, okay. If you're drinking a can, Diet Coke. And you're with someone. Do you wait to put it in a recycling thing? Out I don't. Of shame? I'll put it on the street. I do not. I <laughs> when I go up to order something and I picked it up and I get my own water, I press zero print. I don't tip a cent. I want fifteen percent back. Mm. If I do the work, I've come to you. Nothing has happened. You think I'm clicking twenty two percent? No, your boss ought to pay you. The rent's got to be lower. The oligopoly on the rental market needs to stop so they can afford the rent, so they can afford to pay their employees properly. You will not levy this on me. I've hired nobody today. This is the downside. Listening to the downside. The downside with John Marco Cerezi. Well, Robbie, thank you for sharing your uh, uh, environmental philosophy with mm-hmm. us. The breaking down the boxes is also something like they've gotten. I pay for garbage. I live in LA now. We pay for garbage. What I does think that mean? A, you pay for garbage? I think it's fifty dollars a month, fifty-four dollars a month. Really? You pay for sewage and garbage. This is what's on the bill. Okay, they they got to break down the boxes for fifty-four a month. Yeah. You you do that. Okay. Yeah. Pay them. They're getting enough money. If they're getting 54 for me, you better believe they have enough money to pay these guys extra to break down the boxes. But they're hoarding the money and then they shame us. Yeah. And take pictures and put them on the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. And I don't think, I don't know why my landlord, it's like, it's, it's a, it's a strange thing. I don't think he, I don't think he's getting in trouble with, with the sanitation people. Mm-hmm. I think he just is like a stickler. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, uh, we're very excited to have you. I want to complain about one thing and then okay. we, 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 we can, uh, we can go deep. I did a casino gig this weekend. Happens. I know. It's rough. Roar. Where? Roar. It's Springfield, Massachusetts. Oh. And it was a casino gig. It was in a big castle. Huge, huge ceilings. That's what you like for comedy. Love that. Somewhere for all the laughs to go to. Way, way up there. I wish echoey just to, (laughs) just to bounce off a couple of these. It had a, you know, some kind of heckler thing. She, she got mad about a a gun joke. I had some, a joke about Smith and Wesson. One of the punchlines of all Smith and Wesson, which is a brand of gun. Turns out Springfield, Massachusetts is where Smith and Wesson started Mm. and everyone's family, everyone's family member worked at Smith and Wesson. They've been dependent on it for their entire lives. Mm. One woman got mad. She left. And on stage, I, I started getting a para, uh, paranoia. I said, she's going to her gun. She's going to go get a gun. She's going to shoot me. 
Oh my god! And it just it seized it seized me on stage, and so, you know I'm performing stand up over yeah. here, and in my head I'm having an anxiety attack, and I'm like trying to talk myself down, but the lights are bright, I can't see anything. I keep looking at the door. Did she say Why anything before she left? Why didn't you just say that out loud? I, well, so I, I kind of did, and the security guard, like from the back of the room, he's he's sitting, and I, he, he kind of like that. waves like this, like you know, like don't worry, I got it. And I I'm like, you know, this this guy, he's not making it to the door in time. Yeah, she could shoot through the glass. Did she say anything when she left? Like she made it known that she's leaving? Uh, yeah, she. We we had a little like a, she she made fun of my ass. She said I had no ass, and I said oh. I said you're gonna have to do better than that. I I talk about that's my next bit yeah. that I was about to go into. Who and cares if a guy doesn't have an ass? I want to have an ass really bad. What are you gay? No, come on. Okay, this girl. First of all, who cares if your whole family like Scott, like my whole family could die in the Holocaust and you can make fun of it? Sure. Yeah. Like I don't understand. Like what you think you're immune to hearing a joke about something you like? Yeah. yeah. It's so weird. It's like non-binary people. Fine, whatever. Uh, can't take what were the last community to be able to laugh? Since when can't you make fun of people? Uh huh. Yeah. It's uh-huh. obscene. This lady and the guns, that's really a stretch. But but I have you ever been, I, I just got that. So after the show, the security guard, I, I didn't get shot. And I went to the security guard and he was like, he was like, oh man, you made me do my job tonight. And I, <laughs> I was, I was a little, I was a little angry. There's just a degree where I was like, I was like, yeah, buddy, that's, that's the job. I'm yeah. sorry that you have to do this job. Yeah. But I'm on stage. When uh, you're on stage, you're just, it's, it's, listen, it's not brave to be on stage, but the lights are in your face. You don't know what's going on. You want to feel like you have one person on the lookout. Yeah. Gian Marco, you can have it both ways. <laughs> he made a joke and you did not take the joke. No, but he didn't say it like okay, a joke. You know, you heard that. You made me do my job. He yeah. didn't say You it. made me do my job tonight. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, but this and is And then the guy he got who- mad. And then he got mad. This is yeah. not a guy who was done his job. Yeah. He, he literally, it was when I was on stage. It was no, when he, he was got... seated. When he was seated and I said on stage, I'm worried that woman's going to uh, uh, shoot me. And someone in the audience was like, don't worry, we got your back. And again, I'm like, no, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. You're just saying that. Yeah. You're not taking a bullet from me. I didn't do that well tonight. Yeah. Um. So, but I'm confused. So she didn't come back. No, she didn't come back. Thank God. She just left. She just left. How long were you spiraling for then? I had like a five minute on stage where where I've had it happen a couple of times where I, I feel like an audience member's mad at me. They've left. And in my head, I'm like, they're Have they the ever come back? Has there any ever? And shot me? No. no. That's yet to happen. <laughs> but uh, No, yeah. once in a while, they come back. Okay. But like, I don't know. There's just sometimes you're in a place. This wasn't the South. But there's sometimes you're in a place where there's mm-hmm. guns and I just have a paranoia. Yeah. And I, I like to push it. And then, and then I get scared on stage. I have anxiety. Okay. What are you... Yeah, what do I say to something like that? You have anxiety. Do you get? Have you ever been worried that someone's going to attack you on stage, though? I I'm only worried. You're only worried from the day from the second I wake up. All I feel is worry. Sure. I'm very comfortable being worried. I got used to it. Maybe I'll get there someday. Yeah, just you know what it is. Get comfortable in the fear, comfortable in the worry, and then it's fine. If I was anything could happen at any time. And, and that's that. If I was a political yeah. figure, I'd be scared of getting shot all the time. Oh, yeah. If well, I started getting death threats. Yeah, and they do. It's surprising they don't get shot. A shot. It is. Do you know Shocking. what I mean? Like, it, no, like, With yeah. The amount like, of guns that we yeah. have. Pete Buttigieg just on the street, but yeah. I saw him walking the other day. <laughs> no, it's like crazy. Yeah. It's like maybe we don't have enough guns. It makes me think, like, what's the conspiracy here? Well, who that guy? There wasn't was it? Three guns in the 50s and. 
John F. Kennedy was killed. Yeah, I don't even sure. know if that's 50s, 60s. I don't know when 63, he... 63, yeah. But three guns back then, something. Yeah. And one got him. Yeah. Now we have about a billion, a million public officials, more than ever before. And I feel like the government in 63 was 10 people. Yeah. You had... When like, I performed first, when I sang for George Bush uh, Jr. You sang for George Bush? I was Bush. in a Christmas choir in high school, and we sang for like the White House. I love that. And George Bush came up to like shake people's hands at the end. And you saw the snipers in the balconies. And I know that each person oh, yeah. he shook their hand, it's like right on them, oh just in case. God. It's very scary. It's awesome. I, I did a, as many people know listening, I walked in New York Fashion Week. Really? Uh, this past September. You know, I was dressed head to toe in Oscar de la Rente. It happens. It wow. happens. Okay. Sure. I've got a great figure. A lot of people don't know this about me. I keep it covered, but I do okay. Uh, no, it was a comedy show slash fashion show uh, with Susan Alexander at the, they rented the comedy cellar and they did a big, oh. big event and the real, real dressed us and she showed off her accessories and everything that she had in the fashion show. So her models were comedians, not just any comedians, comedians who could cut it. Okay, Gianmarco with your flat ass. Okay. <laughs> And this L, what's his name? Not Hoffman, but we got a Hoff, L Emhoff. Okay, so Kamala Harris's husband. Oh, yeah. She's okay. the first Jew Doug. we got into the White right? House. Yeah. Uh -huh. We're like, the Jews are in. Of course, we would have the first Jewish person in the White House would be the first husband. Uh -huh. Like, this would be us. It's like the most, okay, well, we got in. What yeah. do you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have the first lady, the boy. That's us. That's us. Yeah. And then he's got two kids. One of the kids, L. Emhoff, was there. Fancy, fancy. The, she's a model. She, she's now. a model. You've seen. You, they were. They were making fun of her. I've not seen because her because people say. Listen, it's was just... she a model before Kamala was selected? Oh. She was not. Okay. Kamala gets a. Am I saying she's a nepo model? I'm not saying nothing. I don't model. care. Okay. <sighs> but she seemed lovely enough. But she had secret service. Oh, sure. And it was funny because we went to the, you don't think I got into the after party after I actually wasn't on the list. And then a million people knew me there. And I'm like, Robbie, come in. I'm like, I don't think I'm on the official list. I didn't sign something. I got in and we're now in the circle. She knows friends of friends where I'm in a mutual circle with L. Emma. The whole time, I'm not in, I'm looking at the Secret Service guys who are dressed in like party outfits. One guy's got like, you know that short sleeve button down with the flames on it? He's wearing that to wow. try and blend so like in. undercover. Oh, yeah, that's so funny. there's two of them, but they're massive. They're built like fridges, so yeah. they're on undercover. We're all tiny, okay. Ostensibly, most of the people here are models. Sure. Okay, and then you got two bit, two massive, and that wasn't it. So they were the ones kind of around the party, and you could see they had like that curly wire behind their ear. Yeah. But I tried to make talk with them. I'm like, hey, yeah, Secret Service, you know. And I, well, you could see Ella Emmerhoff and her. They were like slowly distancing from me. But I was so they will not talk to you, or they kind of will, but they're like on the fucking lookout. What and then they have two others posted, at least that I saw, that they make communication with over the party. Like some was on like, the the there was like a balcony. One yeah. was on, mm -hmm. and he was dressed more formally. The ones on the ground in the party pit had to wear, and the other ones were posted, and they all had a communication going. What's the point of the disguise if you're not going to then 
be able to talk and like have. He may just not have liked me. Oh, okay. Okay. He was um, just lying about the Secret Service. Yeah. Yeah. No. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm on duty right now. Actually, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. And you. also, it's like, I'm outing him. Yeah. Like, okay, everybody's being cool, but me. Uh, Everyone's yeah, like, I'll yeah. tell him all. I can't be cool. I'm like, no. when's the next time I'm gonna see Secret Service? No, I don't no, know. I gotta get in. Yeah. What I can now, so I can have myself an experience. I don't care about that. Sure. Yeah. For me. I gotta talk to. That's what I want to do. I'd rather have a secret service on the podcast than a, a model. Same. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, same. oh my god. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's only comedians would get in trouble. That's why you can't have comedians at fashion show anymore because we're all. <laughs> listen, we're like, we should have comedians at anything. Really. Yeah. I'm doing. I'm doing some some like TV press thing in San Diego, and my only thought is like, how do I like tell like a really inappropriate joke on this TV thing? Having a comedian anywhere is what? a bad idea. Yeah. You know, I just just to do something to do something fun. Yeah, and they, and they they think I'm gonna go there and sit there. Hi, how are you? Mm. you Never might. have a comedian anywhere. Well, what is the thing? They obviously want you to be you. Oh yeah, but uh, you know what I mean. But uh, maybe they didn't do any research. They just want me to go there and promote the shows that night. What show? Oh, the shows that you're on. Yeah, and I was like, you know, like what would uh, like Sam Morell would do. Be- Sam Morell. Believe me, they want you to say something inappropriate. Yeah. But if you didn't, that would be crazy. If you were like, hi, they're like, we got you. We got nothing doing on this show. That's the reverse. That's yeah. how I'll be subversive these days. I'll just yeah. do just my do job. Nothing, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Russell, you 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 texted me. I want to talk about uh, your someone on one of your. Oh yeah. So Russell's in an off Broadway show called Titanic right oh, now. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, and it's going well. But uh, so we did this interview for a magazine, and which um, magazine? Uh, them. Them magazine. And um, I'm looking to be on the cover of that one. So. At some so it was a interview with me and my one of the uh, other actors, uh, Rose, the drag queen, <clears throat> and um, this person. Uh, so it, they posted on Instagram, and this person posts this thing, and you know, I well, tell people who you play in the show. Okay, you- so I play, I play. Uh, it's a parody of Titanic, the movie, I featuring really see it. all Celine Dion music. I play um, uh, Ruth, who is the mom of Rose. Uh, That's the amazing. So it's like very much written for a man to play a, a drag performance thing. Do you consider it a drag drag <clears throat> yeah. performance? Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, I'm playing a woman. Sure, I, uh, but I don't think I don't think. Well, I'll get it. So I, I'll read the thing and then I'll say what I think. I think um, I have to find it because I sent it to. So what are you wearing in this? You're wearing. I'm a- wearing pants, uh, blouse, uh, pearls, and then like a head thing, like a head, like a couple birds amazing so um this person they come into the thing and they and, and they say broadway loves a man in a dress trope roll eye roll eye roll eye roll eyes and i uh. the, the 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 thing is like first of all i'm not wearing a dress second of all it's i, I don't feel like i'm doing the thing of like being like Hey, look at how funny this is. Like, look, I'm being a woman. Isn't that silly? Like, I feel like I'm playing like it, like it's a woman. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel the like character. I'm not. Yeah. I'm, and so it's just this annoying thing where I feel like it's a really easy thing to say that. And like, but you're. I we know. live in a gotcha. Here's the whole thing. There's nothing. There's no nuance. There's nothing. No. Okay. Are you being a high crime? Die. Like, no, you're, yeah. you're, you're honoring. You're doing the right. You know what I mean? It's like. Everything is its own circumstance. Yeah. And everybody wants to go, if you do this thing, this is wrong. It's like things are complicated. Sometimes it's just, just look at intent. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's like yes. we look at it for murder. Did this person mean to kill somebody? 
No, so they're fine. If you meant to kill somebody, you're dead. We don't look at it for anyone. We don't get intention anywhere else. Are yeah. you paying an, playing an amazing character? Nathan Lane start do something amazing? Yes. Stop. Yeah. Stop. On behalf of who? Did, uh, did a woman write you this or a man? Uh, both. It's a it's a t- the uh, uh, three people wrote the show and two. No, 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 no I'm saying comment. Who, who the comment. Oh, um, I don't know their their pronouns, but uh, it it's. It's just, it's so... It, it, seemingly a, a man. Yeah, and, and you can't... That's even worse, okay? But yeah. you can't... People expect to be included in everything. People expect that they can't be mad about stuff. It's like a new... But we can't even have a, 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 a like a slightly uncomfortable experience anymore. Yeah. Okay? People, you get into an Uber, it stinks. Yeah. I, I'm going to report him. Just you had a stink cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for fuck's sake. But I think there's this thing. The, the, this is people were. I mean, for, uh, when Tootsie was on Broadway, Tootsie the musical, there, there was kind of this complaint or this reevaluation of like, I think what it, there's a long trope of a man, straight yeah. man in dress. Yeah. Uh, funny. Well, and everyone goes well, and laughs. And and there's but, just but with some of those shows, the, it's the it's what the premise of the thing is like in Tootsie or in I think the current version of like Some Like It Hot. The the thing is they're dressing up as women to disguise themselves, and then they have jokes in there that are like, "Isn't this funny that there have to be I, dressed?" I, That's different than than I'm playing the whole show. I'm the, playing a woman. It's like, the idea that you're like mocking. It's that you're mocking you're mocking a straight man who who would be put on a dress or or someone who was born a man put it like that's the idea yeah. is that you're and I'm like that's not true and it's a different thing yeah. being trans and cross dressing being trans and playing a character um, of a woman when you're you know you got the role because you got the role and it adds it, it it adds an element to the world. It's different. These are all different things. And if you can't look at them different, then you can't have the conversation. And also the breaking Everything- down, the, the 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 having someone do that, breaking, the, shaking these things up is, I think, ultimately a good thing. Whether it's someone putting on a dress in a show or something else, we're all just like, you enjoy playing this character. Yeah. By the way, it's there's no right, you, there's no wrong. Of course. Here's the thing. Everybody is right. Whenever I hear from one argument, I go, you know what? They're 100% right. And then I hear from the other side, I go, you know what? They're hundred percent right. So everybody, yeah, yes. some people are gonna like it. Some people are not gonna like it. Yeah. Period. That's absolutely everything. It's a, I don't care about it. This moron cares about it. Yeah. To yeah. me, my, so I'm not. I don't agree with them, but I'm also fine with that. Yeah. My biggest theater, like my early theater in third grade in French class, we did Streganona. Do you know Streganona? No. It's a famous kids book. And I played, uh, it's like Streganona will only teach the secret soup recipe to women. Sounds like a famous Italian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, you know this? I'm like, I no. And so my character, Anthony, goes, I want to learn how to Anthony. make the soup. Uh, she says only to women. So I put on a dress. Uh-huh. And third grade, this crushed. Yeah. Sure. And there's a degree yeah. where it's like, I don't think people saw me put on that dress and that's where their uh, homophobia arose. That's where it came from. Yeah. And for anything, for me, putting on that dress, even if I don't wear a dress, I got to ex- uh, express fun. myself. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. I get to explore a feminine side that, that in many ways the, the binary world doesn't let me explore I in other avenues. I think everybody should try and address. Yeah. Well, this should have been telling to my family, but you know, every Purim, which is a Jewish holiday where we dress up, I would go as a man. Because I could wear my brother's suit, da da da, uh-huh. and I loved it. I put mascara on my face as a beard, um, fine. But it's like, 
who cares? And and it's fun. And mm -hmm. dressing up is still really fun. Yeah. And if you dress in a way that you don't typically dress every day, it's fun to have that experience. Sometimes put on a caftan, whatever yeah. it is. A moo. Yeah, I don't understand. We've gotten so crazy because there are people who are hateful about it, but it doesn't mean everybody is. Yeah. yeah. And you have to just know that as a grown up. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I can't think like a child anymore. I can't. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you can tell if somebody is making fun of a woman, and you can tell when somebody is having fun. Yeah. yeah. Making fun of and having fun, to me, uh, that's that. Yeah, sure. I don't. I don't. And I, I don't think it's. In, I don't think it's meant to. But sometimes, because, because it it feels like the thing of like, the, my definition has to become small or like no, you're you're identify as he him. You're a man. You're you know you have to you you have to be that way always like yeah. you're not like yeah. allowed to yes. experiment with that kind of thing and so it feels like then it feels more not experiment but you know what i'm saying yeah, like, yeah, it yeah. feels like explore things it explore, feels like just just enjoy. Enjoy. And you can just experiment enjoy. yeah you don't yeah. even have you can yes experiment yes, yes, yes yeah exactly so okay it just feels like uh and you didn't take this role from uh, yeah i it's it's well, let me just say this, this French show that I did. So it did so well at the middle school assembly okay. that they said, you know what? Back to this. We got to bring this to the, the upper middle school assembly. So they, they oh. brought this play that we had performed for kindergarten. They're going to take it to middle schoolers and you're in third grade. So I performed it for the oh. kindergarten to fourth grade. Killed, murdered. I feel like I'm a star. They go, we're transferring this. <laughs> we're transferring this to the fifth through eighth grade. We put on this show for fifth and eighth graders. Now I'm younger than everyone I'm performing for. Yeah, and it bombed so fucking hard. It was like an early memory where I was like, what is going on? Yeah. They all laughed and now no one's laughing. And yeah. I swear I'm doing well, the same thing. Well, because they understood you were making fun of women. <laughs> at that age. And so it's not funny. Oh, it's not God. funny. Yeah. I uh, no. We, we. I was. What I was gonna say when we talked to Dusty Ray Bottoms about uh, uh, the straight person who did RuPaul's Drag Race, uh -huh. and it was like a big kerfuffle, and it was like you, you know, you're yeah. taking up with this space, and I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't think straight people are taking over drag race anytime <laughs> yeah. soon. Let 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 this let this guy go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what it's, do I know? We're all take up whatever the whole take up space thing. It's like we're here for about a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll clear get the space your soon. Life. We'll be get, six feet under soon, and you get, can have the space get back. Get your life. Yeah. You know, I went. I went backstage. SNL with some friends, and my friend, you know, Marcelo, shout out, fucking Marcello. killing. And I said, he go. I'm sitting in the room in the dressing room. He goes, you want to see this? You want to? I go, yeah. You better believe it. By the end of the night, I'm poking in here. I'm like, is that Scarlett Johansson? <laughs> I'm Poking getting in. my fill. If I'm never invited back, fine. I got my experience. I took up what I need to take up. Yeah. Everybody take up. It doesn't mean that you should take up less. Like it's, I don't know that space is even finite in that way. Like a, a like a, like a, not theological, like a metaphorical space. Mm -hmm. It's interesting to me that we're like, that there's like now a level on it. Mm. which Especially i understand why i understand both but i also think it could not exist and it does exist not to get too philosophical but no. it's just 
guys, we're here till what? Men 78, women 83 on average? Yeah. That's it. Nobody, that's it. Well, that space argument, I think, comes with casting. And there's a degree where it's like, it's not like they were going to give it to you if they didn't give it to Russell. Right. There's a degree of like, they picked you to do the thing that right. they wanted to put on. Right. Well, it's like I got into a big festival. Just for laughs. Mm-hmm. A big deal in Montreal. You talked about your play? I'm going to talk about this, okay? Yeah. Your third grade play, whatever it was, where you were fucking Stregonona. transphobic. <laughs> okay. I have to hear transphobia at 10 in the morning. Anyway, <laughs> I get into the festival and it was the year that a festival, that the head of the festival raped a bunch of people. Something happened. Oh, yes. I don't think it all happened in that year, but, but no, that's over, over out. many yes. years he did. But it <laughs> comes out. Crazy year where the head of JFL. <laughs> yeah. So he's a pervert. Something yeah, happens. Yeah. Okay. People, some other female comics and whatever. I hate even saying that, but they denounced our spots. They're not going to do the festival. I go, what? And so a dude is going to take a spot. I didn't rape no one. Yeah. <laughs> I raped zero, zero people. people. <laughs> the dude and maybe some other dudes raped some people. I can tell you for sure who didn't rape. Really any of the female comics, okay? With at least rapey on the thing, okay? And now I'm going to give up my spot as a queer girl for some no. Yeah. No. Why would I lose money? I should be the one working. Yeah. They should take his money yeah. and split it up. Give us extra tip. Yeah. Something like, I don't even understand the concept of taking myself. It's kind of like what you're saying. Are they going to give that spot to another girl now? Are they going to just fill it with, there's more guys in this thing still. Sure. So yeah. they're just going to get another I guy. I could have gotten in that year if you had dropped you out. You could have gotten in. But like, I was like the last, I was like, so then you're going to totally, like, if there's no, then then people go to the shows and there aren't, like, let me take up space. Yeah. I didn't rape anyone. Like, I don't, why am I being punished? Yeah. Why is it on women to step back? Okay, if dudes who are also rapists feel some guilt about that, go, you know what? I raped a couple of years ago. I'm going to step this one out. <laughs> Fine. But why did you put it on the innocent women? I don't even understand. Yeah, yeah. It's all backwards. I'm like, just give more women who didn't rape, and then if a couple guys have a guilty conscience about it and want to step down, fine. Sure, yeah. Go there, make jokes about the guy, you know? It it was so weird. I'm like, no, I'm going. You better believe. What am I going to tell my family? Some guy who I assume was a pervert anyway. When somebody tells me somebody was a pervert, I go, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'm figuring a lot of them are. Pervert until proven innocent, I think. Yeah. I mean, I'm hearing a lot about guys. I'm assuming that this is sure. a bit of a stereotype for the male population. Yeah, you know, yeah. I walk with caution. Why do you think I That's how I feel whenever, whenever like some famous pop star gets caught cheating or something. I'm like, yeah, I figured. Yeah, yeah. I figured. I figured. Yeah. I figured Harry Styles, yeah, at some point. Yeah. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the... Must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Um, my girlfriend is so excited that you're, you know, she, she grew up in Chabad. Yeah. In, oh, uh, Harry Styles is really interesting. 
Oh, what about him? Because I love that people are offended that you're probably doing an amazing character, which I love Celine Dion from Montreal, whatever. We won't get into it. But I like, if the show is still playing, I want to see it. Yeah. Um, and what's, let's plug it now. What is it? Titanic, uh, Titanic. the Daryl Roth Theater. And oh. if they message you, they get a, a code. Yeah, if they message me, I'll, I'll send you a promo code. What's your, what's your Instagram? Um, at Russell J. Daniels. And while we're on this, please uh, join the Patreon, oh. patreon.com slash downside. Uh, uh, we, we got uh, bonus episodes, live episodes. That's the best way to support this show. And uh, I ran into uh, a Debbie Downsiders, what we call our listeners. Oh, okay. And uh, uh, I ran into, it's always, whenever they see me at a show, it's always surreal because they're like, I listen to the podcast. And I'm like, oh my God, you know mm. so much about yeah, me. Yeah. But then I got a gift. Someone gave me uh, in Seattle, middle of the show, they gave me a bag with a big joint, lighter, oh, wow. an edible, no, no milligram count in the edible. Wow. So I was too scared to eat it. I took a nibble. It tasted strong. Yeah, but I don't want to be you taking the sixty-five yeah, milligram yeah, yeah. gummy. Oh, God. I don't know. Yeah. So I just—I've been nibbling it. Who knows if I'm getting any pot at all? <laughs> but every night I just have a little nibble before I go My to bed. God. So thank you for so, that. Give me the milligrams next time. Uh, Harry Styles. No, like that's offensive. Yeah. Because it's like be gay or not. Stop yeah. teetering. Am I going to come out? Am well, I not going to come out? You're not gay. You're queer like It feels like a, a financial, like, uh, you're, it feels like a marketing team sat yeah. you down and was like, hey, this will be, this will play well. Yeah. And you'll, you'll but, you know. But are we coming up with that? Yeah. Maybe he does, maybe he does want to wear these no, things. No, exactly. And that's why they're both right. Is it yes. annoying? Yes. yes. Is he fine to do it? Yes. 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 So that's it. Are you annoying and not gay, gay, whatever? Mm -hmm. Like. Gay didn't have to mean, gay is just the act. Mm. Like for me, my identity isn't like, like even with a, well, I, I, it's like queer girls with the boyfriends, which I think now is the gayest thing you can do is a queer girls have a boyfriend. <laughs> That's actually the gayest thing you can do in society. But, and, <laughs> okay, okay. What do you, what do you mean? Is this a new, is this a new thing? Is this a new? Yeah. Like the gayest, you know, queer girls have boyfriends now. I didn't know this. Yeah. If you go to Brooklyn. They're all queer, but they all live in, they have a boy and a girl, but one of them's non-binary, but she's a girl. Okay. Okay, not, it's queer girls with boyfriends. We uh -huh. know this, right? We know this girl, she's from Brooklyn, she went to Wesleyan, God knows what. She went to Bart, I don't know where she went. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, and that's a joke. Okay, so don't come at me, come at Russell. Come, come at Russell, Russell. okay, DM him. Okay, not me. <laughs> but the Harry Styles thing, I don't even know why it was going before that because you had so many questions. I about wish you I wish you wore that friends. with the I wish you wore that the, the thing with the nipples out. If you came here one day, his last thing at the Grammys. Uh, oh yeah. It's like this with the nipples right out in the corner. Yeah. Exactly. So okay, so here's the whole thing with it. It's like queer to me, like gay to me is just yeah, I'm with other girls. Like we're doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's all it means. Like, if you're not doing that, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Like, to me, it's just, bo you know, and then I'm not talking about people who identify somewhere in the middle. That's fine. But I'm talking just on a general. Mm -hmm. Okay. You're, you know, dudes are diddling with each other's dicks. And same with the girls we're yeah. doing. So it's just that. It doesn't really mean anything all else all the other things yeah so, so you you've do, you made it like like you've made it queer mean all these other things that really i'm just like well it's what kind of sex are you having like i don't mm. want to get too personal but it's like when i meet a well i'm queer this is my boyfriend i'm like okay 
Well, then you and I are not having the same conversation. It's fine. <laughs> but it's like, what do I do with this? Like, I'm just, I'm like, sure. okay, you're calling it like, so I'm straight. People don't let me do that, but I am straight. But I, okay, I have a girlfriend. They're like, what? Mm. But I'm like, but that's what's happening. Mm -hmm. I'd love if I had a boyfriend and said, well, I'm, I'm straight. This is my boyfriend. It'd be I tough. Thought, but that's what I hear. I hear that hear. once a week. Well, let me be frank. There's, there's, I can't. And that's fine. I can't pontificate uh, thoughts on this because I'm too scared to. Mm -hmm. There's just a degree where I'm like, you know, if people want to, if, you, if you're, if you're bi and you've, you've only dated men your whole life. Okay. That's fine. I'm not, whatever. Say, I, yeah. there's, there's no, I yeah. can't, I can't. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm bi. I guess I'm bi because I'm open to men. It's never happened. Sure. But I've never been, oh, because you're a man. I just, I haven't had a click. I haven't had a butterflies. Uh-huh. But I'm open. I say it all the time. I had, I had that guy go down on me in a musical theater camp. Yeah. And so in a way, you know, I've. Uh, you're definitely bi. I'm definitely bi. Yeah. No, but I'm not. It, it would be it would be such a, a, a false thing for me. No, to, but you could claim that. But you're sure too homophobic, too. <laughs> You're afraid to be gay. <laughs> you said before. You said before. Uh, they, they, you or other members of our sketch team. They're like, if you ever claim to be bi, we're gonna fucking. We're gonna no, guys can't claim to be guy. Uh, to bi. be bi, sure. Because then you're fucking gay, and men understand that. Men go. That's it. That's if so you're bi, you're gay. <laughs> men are are one step ahead of us on this, and we're going. Girls would love if they went down on one girl and be queer. They're making out, saying queer. Yeah. We've we've yeah. gone way, you know, we let anyone and then that's fine. I don't care. I'm just like, can I step away from this conversation? Like if I'm trying to have like, you know, it's nice to sit down with somebody who's having experiences like you get advice. Da, da, da. What are you using? What do you find? What dildos? I like this new silicone thing they're doing. Can, if you're not doing any of that, I'm going. Uh, like if you're if you're, you know, having a conversation and you're identifying as gay. You're queer with another gay guy who's maybe a bottom and he's douching the way that he's doing, which is a serious job to be a bottom of in the gay community. He's going, okay. Yeah. You wouldn't allow, like, he's going, you and I are not having the same experience. It's fine. You're a human. I'm a human. We have that experience. But they're di in the sex, they're just different. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. No. What happened to it being okay to be different? I thought we were all Sesame Street. You know, let's highlight our different. We're, we're special because of our differences. We connect because of our differences. Now we all, you have to be like me. You just, why do you have to be like me? Who even wants to be this? Mm. It makes no, we've all, but the whole thing is still, even though I've complained about all this, nothing matters. It's fine. It's also all fine. Yeah, well, hold up, hold up, hold up. Because I feel like you make points and then you go, it's all fine. I know, because that's, that's how I feel. I feel that same way. I feel like I do that all the time, too. Yeah. Because I, I do, I because I also am like, I hate when someone is like, no, this is blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm right. I blah, blah. Yes. I, I hate when someone feels like they're uh, telling me they're right all yes. the time. And so I always want to have a window of, even if I feel really, really strongly, yes. of being like, I'm wrong, too, probably. Yes. You know, like. But everybody you don't is 100% believe it. Everybody's 100% right. No. No, even with the, you no, don't actually believe that. I do. Like, like the Israel Palestine thing. Okay. When somebody gives me the Palestinian side of things, I go, you know what? The 100% right. <laughs> Can't argue with facts. Look, the 100% right. My brother would say one thing about Israel. I'm like, he's got a point. <laughs> he's got a point. 
And then we're back to square one. Make a decision. No, everybody is hundred percent right from the perspective they're coming from. That's the whole point. We're all. Even to it, it gets so on the micro level. I could go argue in the on the, I can argue both like all the way to the other end. It gets like even when somebody goes, well, what's the difference of trans women and cis women? I go, well, what's the difference of one cis woman and another cis woman? They're two very different experiences. Of course. Even within women, even within men, they're different. Okay, because we're all snowflakes. So I could argue the other end. All the, that's why I think everybody's 100% right all the time. It's an issue. I don't think anybody's wrong. I think people are just coming from their perspectives. I come from mine and I feel certain things, but I don't expect everybody to be like me because, A, I never have met somebody like that. But it's just, I don't know. I accept everything. I hate everything and I also think everything's fine. I don't know. I don't know. They're but it's very not, close everything's to not me. fine. Everything's not fine. No, I'm just saying anybody's fine to believe what they believe. Uh-huh. Okay. And I and I even if I think they're wrong, I know that to them I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I just know that. Like to them, I'm a thousand percent wrong, even though I know I'm a thousand percent right. So then what? Sure, I think I think, but then I think this is uh, but the same thing as nihilism to a degree. We go then everyone I don't know does what everything that means. what they do. Men always yeah, drop matters. this word. Nothing, nothing matters. Nothing matters. So why you you and everything matters. And everything matters. No, yeah. I can't. I cannot stand this. No, this, this yin yang. No, this. it is true. Everything matters and nothing matters. Everything matters because we're here for a short time and that's that. So uh-huh. it matters. Um, and nothing matters because we're here for a short time. I mean, it works both ways. Sure. Everything yeah. works both ways. So when somebody's mad about something, that this is the way. What? Yeah. Let's think about it from the other. Put yourself in somebody's shoes. We used to have, you know, it's like. Yeah, you have to put yourself in someone's shoes. You're you like, can't do it, but you're trying. You're like yeah. if someone said, okay, uh, Israel, Palestine, one state or two state, and you're like, why not both? And it's like, well, you no, can't. But literally. At some point, you got you to gotta do one thing. You got to do yeah. something. You got to take a stand. Maybe everyone thinks that they're right, but do, do, you, do you believe that, that anybody is ever wrong ever? Anyone's ever done a decision where you can go, yeah. you know what? That's wrong. Oh, I think everybody is wrong. <laughs> I think I'm a thousand percent right. As you, you don't understand me. I think I am right. Sure. If I ran the world... What would you do? It would be good. It would be good? Yeah. Yeah. I would do things small and big. I would eliminate countries. When people ask me about Palestine. <laughs> oh, my God. When people ask God. me, Israel, Palestine, I go, who made up even these lines? Like, it's not your earth. Like, I don't even think homeownership should happen. Do I want houses? Yes, I want five to seven properties. Mm. Okay. But if I was thinking philo- philosophically about it, no, I don't even think countries should exist. I think somebody made this up men, many years ago. Yeah. And now we do this. It's like, it's not your land. It'll be here when you go. Yeah. It was here before you got here. It's just such an arbitrary. It's not, any, you can't own this land. It's everybody's land. It's like a private uh-huh. beach. I'm like, uh-huh. it's a literal, it's yeah. everybody. Speech. Yeah, it's nice to say this in theory, but as yes. you said, you you want to have five to seven properties because I live in these worlds. I live in this this game. I do this thing. I I, I I'm not. I don't think that I can. doesn't discredit how the feeling of yeah. yeah yeah. I feel like everyone should have a great meal, but like you know, I'm not going out there and sharing my lunch with everybody. Yeah. So then yeah. you understand. Yeah. Yeah. Then you understand. Sure. Yeah. I don't think you're arguing. I think it's. I think I f- it's like it's like uh, uh, like arguing with a with a cloud. It's it's this. It's that. It's well. Okay. Well, then it's both. It's every yes. The okay, thing but, is, then what, is but then we gotta go. We gotta leave the house at some and point. We, we do. gotta make a decision. And we do. A or B, right Look, or left. And yes we're or living. No. Yeah. I think this, and I'm living. I got here. <laughs> I got here. Yeah. 
I don't know. That is how I, I live my life. You I, know, somebody I, I was watching, somebody was saying, you know, I think Bill Maher was asking somebody on some podcast, like, what pod? do you think, what do you think, you know, the pro he was talking about race, mm, of course. I love He one. was talking about race and he was talking to a black congressman, I believe, and he was talking about it and he goes, what do you think the issues are? Because when you take race about it, it was some kind of case where there was black police who killed a black man. And so then he said, well, now you take race out of it. And so what is it? Is it poverty? Is it this? Is this? And I'm thinking, it's men. Yeah. <laughs> What's the common denominator of every problem? Yeah. War, guns, rape. It's literally men. Like, wake up. What do you need, a flag? Like, it's sure. literally, mo it's like 99% men. Yeah. You know, the biggest fear to women is men. The, and then and then the biggest fear to men is other men. Yeah. And I'm like, it's never, so I don't even understand why he couldn't, I'm like, do you not see that it's just, all girls are going, it's men. Like every girl is like, we're scared of you. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're doing weird things, you're shooting cans, you get guns to shoot cans, uh, we don't do such things. It's like weird and 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 and, and at the same time, you have to understand what men, you know, the role, whatever. Like, everything is explainable. I get so crazy when I watch, like, a true crime case. Mm -hmm. Like, I watch, like, you know, Alex Murdaugh's happening oh, now, yeah, or yeah. whatever's happening, yeah. okay? Who's this, Alex? Yeah, he's the guy, uh, lawyer who killed his family. Oh. His last name is literally Murderer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going, what do you need, a flag? Yeah, yeah. Like, Hashem literally named him Murderer. Murdaugh. It's spelled yeah, in an Murdaugh. Irish way. But he's like Southern he's too, murder. so it's like Murdaugh. You yeah. know, like, like it's like, yeah. Okay. I'm out of them. Like yeah. you literally. You think he said that right before? <laughs> well, we you should have known uh, by last name. Is murder. Murder. Yeah, exactly. How did he do it? I'm going to murder you. And then he killed himself too? It's a whole too? thing. It's, it's a whole thing. thing. I'm not getting it's, into it's, it. It's, it's too long. It. No, he it's killed people. It's too long to describe his whole family. It's he crime. killed his family. People, yeah, he killed his family. He killed himself. No, but he's alive. I, oh, he's alive. But I get into it. I get so sympathetic to everybody who's everything. I feel bad for the. I don't feel bad for the whole family because I don't like rich people. But if I had to, I go into. He was so financially stressed. I've been trust before. He was brought to the brink. You know the pressure. The pressure. Now he's living a bigger and bigger Jesus life. He's got to bring up. No, so he made yeah. bad decisions. He was brought. Have you ever made even a bad decision to cheat on a test to whatever? You're brought to your limit. <laughs> I'm like, forget it. I had a skirt on. Uh, my uniform at school, and I, I would write, you know, I, I, I'm so not a cheer, but I wrote things on my leg. I, and it was such a bad experience because of potentially getting caught, but I was brought to this point yeah. of exhaustion. Do you and remember not what being test it was? Like what kind of, what subject? No, I can't But you're, you're like, pull, you're just, during the test, you're just like. Yeah, and I didn't even need it. It was a safety blanket. You know what I did? I, remember that. I did a lot. I did a lot of looking at people's paper. It was just too easy. Spelling yeah. test, looking at people's paper, and then the worst—you go up to hand your I'd test. I had vision. You go up to hand your test, and they had a stack. Everyone had stacked their tests at the front desk. So you go, you look at someone else's first page. You go, you know what? I got to go back and check one more thing. That's how <gasps> yeah, I cheated. Yeah, fine. Oh. You ever cheat? You ever cheat on a test? I did once. Of course, what did we all cheat on tests. I, I, I did once that I remember. Maybe probably the like I remember that that the same feeling of annoying. the stress of the like stress is annoying. of of like it was because I just didn't did know. You think about murdering I remember the whole classroom that I, the, 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 I stayed up the whole night before trying to like make my brain understand what was happening in that chemistry class, and I couldn't do it. And I was like, 
you, yep. I felt so stressed at that test and just like looking for. So how'd you cheat? What'd you do? Looking. I tried looking. You tried looking. Didn't work. I had someone call, called me out once. He said, he, he, he said, he said, stop looking at my test. Oh. And I said, I was like, I was just seeing uh, how far you were in into the test. And that's a fucking narc. Uh, yeah. I also don't like him. Yeah, sure. I don't like any people in this scenario, but then I can also empathize with everybody in the scenario. You know, it's like, I think the easiest way for people to put it is like men, uh, women in prison. You understand? many are battered so we could go oh my god are they the like they're battered like should we be putting them in prison you know a lot of it is self-defense that women are in prison you know their husbands boyfriends whatever and they killed them you know mm -hmm. and they're brought to that and we have empathy but then i i even stretched to financial crimes like oh, he was so stressed could you imagine how many people he's in charge of i start to get <laughs> i start to get where i go there's no crime the crime is in how they were raised, <laughs> how they, no, I start to get, they didn't have support. Like yeah. I start to get like, so like, it's just such a shame. Yeah. Like if they, okay. yeah. It's such a I'll, shame give you, we, I'll give you an example and you tell me how you, I want to hear your reasoning to there's no crime. Uh, like say Martha Stewart insider trading. Oh, like just uh, that, break that, that down. That tore me of... because she's getting from finance. She's not, she's not, you know, it's like when somebody does ask me about Israel Palestine, I go, Listen, I'm sure the people over there are thinking a lot more, thinking about these issues a lot more than I've had the three seconds to think about it now. Yeah. Martha Stewart, she's got all these financial guys. Some of us, I don't have a business manager. Do you have a business manager? Uh, yeah, to so a degree. See? Yeah, okay. friend. Yeah. You don't have anything stone. Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought okay. about the other day. I said, if he wants to rob me blind and or if do. he wants to break yeah. a law, the way, I don't know. And he will. He and will. And now that you've given him permission, it's not even a crime. Yeah. Okay, so... Okay, <laughs> play this tape back. He's got three daughters. You okay. know, he's got oh, he's busy. Oh, oh, you better believe it. Yeah, yeah. When that third one needs to go to college, I'm done. That's it. And girls, expensive. Okay, so he, so so Martha Store, she gets a tip. You do the tip. I hear yeah. tips all the time. You don't know that it's a, it's actually illegal to get a tip most times. Mm -hmm. Like if you have a friend who works there, I'm like, yeah. We're doing this we're buying this company that's like an insider trading tip that yeah. like literally you shouldn't you can't act on but they're all acting on it so she gets caught she's a fucking g she's like yeah you got me yeah i did it i didn't know i did it and the same with felicity hoffman she's like oh, i wanted my girl my girl's dumb as bricks <laughs> listen i i wanted I, her to go to the school she went to the school yeah you got me i'm ashamed i defended her here someone commented they, they were annoyed they were annoyed that i said like all these colleges they're all fakakta they're all scams she, she just got I called always, yeah. all scam i always in other felt ways. weird yes. that that somehow felicity huffman got in trouble but um her husband didn't like i was like wait he, how does he and not? he didn't stay by her he's a fucking pussy how did he not get in trouble like how is it all her job to to lie yes. and get these kids into well, the problem with stuff you know. like that and i think like cheating in school is like the people who get caught they're just the stupid ones they're the ones who did it poorly yeah like they're the they're, so ultimately you're, he wasn't with her in court he didn't yeah. go to any of the i things. feel like he was like he, he was failed as a man yeah as a husband. it's that's shitty you know yeah, like, he he should have said they should their bedroom talk would be like i'm gonna go to prison for us 
Yeah. Right? Like, that's a dude's... Wait, hold up. You think that was the option on the table? I feel I sympathy do. for this. I, no, I agree I, with you, Russell. I, I, I bet, like, you could have... Like, what do you mean? You can't go, you can't go, you know what? My, uh, well, You I have the like evidence either, on my he, wife. Best, I, will, I will go best forward. Best case scenario, he wasn't involved, but then he's kind of a shitty dad. He didn't know that, like, yes. his wife was, like, doing this thing. What, do you, you, know? you, you run everything by Nicole? You make decisions every day that you don't I, run by your I, wife. I, if, 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 you not, commit crimes every day that Nicole has no idea about. I'm not to get my dog into some, like, school that we can't... Like, I could... See that happening in a second. In a second. I just feel like I don't know. It just feels shitty. It feels a little shitty. Sure, it feels shitty, but I'm but we don't know the details. Who's knocking? Is someone knocking? Oh. Terminator. Oh, oh we're good. Sorry. We're oh. we're recording something. Thank you. Now we're gonna have fucking mice and rats and all sorts of things. Oh, uh, oh my god. I can't believe you didn't hear somebody knocking. I hear a knock. See, this is men. Uh, yeah, no, I, I heard it. This is man. I have headphones on. No, what is shut this? up. I'm telling you. Shut you don't get scared at night. You ever know I don't get night? scared yeah, at You night. don't get scared at I'm night. I'm terrified at you night. You don't know what it's like. But maybe you do. See? <laughs> mm. uh, maybe you do. You know what? Once I was walking home. Yeah. It's Montreal. My family moved to Montreal. My mother's from Canada. We left the community here. Blah, blah, blah. We moved to Montreal. How many siblings? She moves, I have nine siblings. Nine siblings. She oh moves the God. 10 of us to Canada, okay? 10 of the Jewish Jews moved to Canada, okay? Middle of February. Snow up to here, okay? And one day I was leaving. This is like years into living there now. I don't know what I was leaving. I was leaving maybe a late night shift or school or something like that. And I was walking home and it was freezing. It was, we live in a kind of sketchy area and I'm walking with my coat my thing I see a man walking towards me late night snow I'm like fuck I'm shuffling this I'm like okay cross the street of course number one number one okay every man at night by the way when I say a scary man is scary sure if you're a man and it's night you're scary yeah. okay because I'm small you're big we understand humanity and he starts speeding. He's like shuffling, shuffling, shuffling. No. Tall, dark, like hood over hat. Can't see. Like, you know, really walking. And I'm like, oh my God. And like, there's nothing for, I'm like three blocks from home. Okay. And then I don't even know what happened. But like, And the street was so narrow, Montreal old streets. So I like, when we pass and he goes, Rifki? which is what my family calls me. Mm. And I go, huh? As my brother Menachem. My brother Menachem was going to start. He was so scared himself. He was shuffling, walking so fast because he's afraid of being, um, you know, uh, mugged. Mugged, yeah. So he, he also has a fear. But I was like, you scared the shit out of me. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to soar. What do you mean? I'm like, you're walking like a criminal. He's like, well, I don't need to be mugged. Like, we both had such a fear. Yeah. And then I just walked with him to the store. He walked me home. I'm like, I can't go home now. I'm sure. coming with you. And he's like, I'm like, I'm freezing. He's like, well, come on. And it's like, it's crazy yeah. that he, it really opened me up that like this guy who's tall, you know, my brother's like a lanky tall guy, kind of like you. Mm. And he makes himself bulk and he, he just fucking, you know, marches. Like a psychopath. Yeah. And that's what, you know, he's scarier to women, but he's also scared of other men. Yeah. Well, me too. I think, but I think I've avoided a lot of confrontation. They see tall people and they're like, that's going to be a lot of work to take down. There's, mm -hmm. there's an illusion 
that I think that's the reason I don't have to deal with too many confrontations. They yeah. think, fuck, he's tall. My little sister used to do a joke about it, but I got I got one of these texts or whatever. Yeah. What was the joke? The joke was, this comes from a real thing. My sister used to work at uh, Starbucks and she did the late night shift as well, like during school or whatever. So she would get home maybe, I don't know, after midnight or something when they closed up. And she she lived in a bad neighborhood and she, or not a bad neighborhood, but... A neighborhood that's getting better. You know, we're always on the app. Like, it's going to be something in 10 years, but yeah, we're still yeah. not there yet. And um, she gets out of the, the metro, the subway station, and she would walk home as if she had a physical debili- uh, ability. And and she would not only do that, because she's been stopped so many times, so she would walk home with, like, a really wild limp or something like oh. that. And she would always have an umbrella, rain or shine, like it would be snowing in Montreal. There's no reason to have an umbrella. Her eleven o'clock at night with an umbrella. That's a scary looking person. That's a scary looking person. Somebody just walking with an umbrella when it's not raining yeah. and you don't need it and it's yeah. literally Nighttime. winter and yeah. night is really freaky. Oh, so she did scary. these two tricks. Somebody said, Well, you know, you can't listen. This is the, this is, she's brought to a point. Do you think point, they were all scared? Or do you think some people were like, oh, that person clearly has had a looks tough vulnerable. enough life. Yeah. They've some people, she could to... be more vulnerable. Some people, but this is the choice she made on a fly to walk the few blocks home safely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she, wow. you just do whatever the fuck you have to do. Cause she's small. She's smaller than me. I'm five, four. She's five. Five. So wow. she's very small. Yeah. When you're much smaller than most people, people don't understand the vulnerability of like, no. it's like most rooms you walk into, you're looking at, like I look at the world and I'm not even a little person. Yeah. I, I'm the tallest girl in my family, not the brag, but anyway. Wow. And, you know, and people say I read very tall on stage, which is also very nice, thank you. And I don't think I'm, but, but you know, it's like everything's like a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Now, you, I brought up the other day that Tova, we have a we have a, yes. a framed picture of the the Rebbe. Yeah, of course. You and you said to. I have you a dollar to. from the Rebbe. Is you that bet. true? Yeah. What does we that used mean? to go. Oh, so okay. Well, tell people what the Rebbe is. I don't know if Russell. Some people don't know the Lubavitcher Rebbe. Okay, so uh, the Hasidic community I was born into was called uh, the Lubavitch sect of Hasidic Judaism. There's about 200 sects of Hasidic, Hasidic Judaism that and a lot of people Chabad. don't. Know. This is not Chabad. It is Chabad. Oh, yeah, it is Chabad. So now. L- Lubavitch L- is Chabad. That's well, the same Ch- thing. Chabad is the outreach program of Lubavitch. Chabad wow. is kind of like what talks to not like other Jews. I almost call them non-Jews, but to us, they were like, "What are they doing? What are they just on an assignment, or is that part of that? That is the community. Yeah, it's outreach. It's outreach. Now we call, now it's so big Chabad that it almost is its own thing. But growing up, it was less its own thing. It's it, grown. Numbers have grown. Chabad houses, yes, have grown from within with inside or from recruiting. Recruiting different houses. I, I don't know. Popular. I don't know. It just got bigger. The movement. Movements get bigger sometimes. Yeah. Okay. I'm not doing the the sociological. Uh, I, I'm just uh, so fat. It just feels like it just feels like uh, Jews. It's it's not as much about recruitment as some other religions. No, and exactly, it's not recruitment. That's why I was hesitant to use that word. It is outreach. It's education. Okay. Yeah. So, if you're curious, you can do. But they don't they don't encourage converting and. Oh, the most important thing about that is it's only to other Jews. So it's not of converting. Course. It's they're not interested in seeking non-Jews to learn more. They're le- they're interested in, in seeking less religious Jews to know more about their Judaism. But is Chabad 
Hasidic as well or no? It is. I think it's like the, yes, it is because it is, it is. I believe it is. Um, It used to be for sure more. Maybe it's more chill now, what we would say, because everything chills out over time. Because I said to Tov, I said, on stage, do you care if I say Hasidic and Zechapad? And she said, no, that's okay. But I think for her, they're they're, they're different. They are. Like, Hasidic is, we're really doing it. Chabad is like, people dip in, people aren't as religious. Hasidic, they're wearing black hats, they're doing the whole thing. And you were raised? Hasidic, but we had an affiliation. Chabad is, again, our outreach. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so Chabad is where less religious Jews, in our opinion, would, you know, get their fix of Hasidic (laughs) Judaism. But we live full time in the Hasidic community. Sure. So the the Rebbe. So the Rebbe is the uh, the Rabbi. Rebbe is uh-huh. just like Yiddish. He's the Rabbi for this movement. He like started this movement, or he's like the head of this movement, this branch of Hasidic Judaism, sect of Hasidic Judaism. In any event, what he would do is you would give him. Um, you would you would bring a dollar to him. So the shul um, was called 770 because its address is 770 Eastern Parkway. What's the shul? Um, a synagogue. A synagogue, okay. Yeah. Okay, and it's like the headquarters of the Chabad Lubavitch movement. Uh-huh. Um, and we called it 770 for short because the address was 770 Eastern Parkway. It's still there. When you go there, you know... It's beautiful. It's a it's a really a very very old house that is a shul and they've expanded blah 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 and there's tons of, um, it's their synagogue. So anyway, but he would give you a dollar. I think you would give him a dollar. You would wait up, um, and it was for charity. So you would give a dollar for charity, and he would. I don't know why you traded the dollar. You kept the rebbe's dollar. Oh yeah, he would give you a dollar. Oh, this is how it worked. I was like, okay, wouldn't happen. But your parents would take you. And for Friday, you know, it's very, or, or not on Friday, obviously, because of money, but you, charity is a big part of the thing. So he would give out dollars that you give away. He encouraged charity. So he would give you a dollar, you would give it away. He would give you a dollar, you would give it away, okay? And just to kids, to everyone, and it was a good thing to get And would you give it and, only to another Jew or to anyone? Homeless guy in the street? Yeah, you could do that. You could do anyone. Yeah, we're, we're big on poverty and stuff like that. So it's like... Even for non-Jews. Yeah, mostly though for Jews because there's a lot of poverty in that community. Sure. So it's mostly to help out, you know, your neighbors. We like live by those things. But what you would do is you would get his dollar and you would trade it for another dollar you had and you would keep that dollar because the Rebbe gave it to you. Yeah, sure. But you still gave a dollar away. So that's where the trade came in. So I still have the Rebbe dollar. Um, You didn't keep it and not replace it with a dollar to give to charity because the whole lesson is to give to charity. I remember starting... My days, even as early as kindergarten, with a song, we would give a penny. Like everybody had a penny in the morning. You could give your penny with this finger, with this finger. And we'd be like, you know, to give tzedakah, to give charity. And it would, we would put it in. And so, yeah, giving is a really big, it's very incorporated uh, in you, I think. You know, and, and, and I grew up that way, like the cash giving Mm -hmm. and it's interesting because i remember my mother also she really embodied this um i remember we were walking in montreal my mother we were very tight and we were on welfare and really hard and my mother would always say you know we're tight you know we're tight not this month or whatever it is and then we're like walking one day and we get out the subway and my mother like there's a nun like 
begging, you know, it's like an old lady begging for money for whatever. And my mother gives $5, opens her purse, gives a five. And I go, you're giving a five? I thought we were tight. Like, I can't even, you know what I mean? You're not yeah. giving us any money. Yeah. I'm like, you're giving a five? She goes, sometimes when you're tight, it's important to give, to remind yourself you're in a position to give. Mm. And I still do that. If I feel worried about work, something I don't know, I give my smallest denomination to the next guy who asked. Like, you know, I've had to give up 20s and I go, Ugh. but you know what? I had the 20. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. There's something about it that, you know, there's still things that I carry with me. Sure. I, I think that's the okay. one that, you know, I think there's, there's some degree where people go like, we'll figure out a value system outside of religion. And as someone who didn't grow up with any religion, yeah. no one told my dad at any point to be like, give, give a yeah. little. And so it's like part of it is that community, it's having a community that encourages you to give. Yeah. It's nice in theory. It is really I nice. I don't, think it, I don't think it affects everyone correctly. No, there but it, a, ha it affects, you know, the, the Jewish community is pretty good with their own about that how rich was the 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 rebbe like i think i'm, I'm i don't, I don't fully think understand. he was that rich i how think he probably he was rich that, like position like how long is we died when did he die he died in 97 oh. i believe oh and there's God. no there's no uh next he could of, not have kids he didn't have kids he could not no and by all accounts he seemed like a really noble i still haven't heard any negative stories about him like he was he lived extremely humbly he was one of these I mean, Chabad got really big, and it's not as humble it used to be, but I think him, he really did live kind of like that. He was mm -hmm. at the synagogue every day. You know, he really... The whole concept of leaders with Judaism, I've always been confused uh, who changes policies, who... They who, all get together. They Actually, all, but who's they all? Is there is all, it a board? Is it just everyone? Everyone it's agrees? Everyone, Did you hear everybody. they're kind of saying? Yes, it's literally everybody. Rabbis, it's men. It's, it's all men. Um, but even sometimes they listen to the, yeah, it's like the Chabad, I guess, meets at 770, maybe once a year or whatever. You should look up pictures. There's like thousands of men who meet and they talk like they, they had a big meeting about what are we going to do with technology and cell phones in the community and everybody airs their opinion and this and that. And we try and come to some senses and, and different families do different things. Do they come to some new rules? They said, okay, they do. Text. They say, you know, they say like, we will. This is bad, but you'll see families that still do it or families that don't. Like, everybody comes to what they're comfortable doing. Yeah. That's kind of Do you also, stay up to date with what's going on in no, the community? No, no, that's what I'm saying. That's the last update. I mean, cell phones. You know, I remember when they were talking about that. That's way <laughs> gone. Now every Hasidic Jew has a I mean, it's Of course. Gonna, yeah. So, of course. So, but, uh, but I remember, you know, whatever the new thing is that they need to talk about, you know, I think they talked about gay. They, they, they're, they're talking, you know. They, mm -hmm. they, they got it. They want to figure something out. You know, it's very hard for them to understand these things, but they get together and they go, okay, the more people who can help me, like, you think gay? Like my father. When he <laughs> that, that's like, the opening. You All think right, gay? everyone, we're here today. No, they you think gay? Like, like, yeah. Because if you're not doing the gay shit in the community, you don't know, you don't believe. You're like, do you know anyone who could, who did gay? Like, you don't, they don't know. Like I did gay once yeah. in college. It's, they can't uh, imagine it. Like, it's something like, it's just it's 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 like they just can't imagine it. They don't. They're not friends with these people. But they some think, of them are. They they can't imagine it. But I'm sure half of them. Yeah. Fucking so some of them do. So you know. some of them go and go. Listen, I do know somebody. I do know somebody. I, I got a friend. Okay. I got a friend. He did some gay stuff. Yeah, he did gay, and and they go really, like they can't. The people who still who didn't meet that guy, uh -huh. or the people who aren't that like they. And even if, the, if they met the guy, they might be. What do you mean? 
Why? Were you coerced for money? Like they don't, it, it takes, you have to, it's, it's just a different world. Why did your mom leave with all of you? So much. So mm-hmm. many things. Um, you know, my parents had a bad marriage. I'm not going to get into it. Terrible. Uh, but married my mother, young, I assume. Oh, married. They're married very young, yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, my mother had 10 kids by the age of 30. Wow. Just an enormous vagina. Yeah, I know. I know. So it's like. What number are you in there? Seventh. Are there any stereotypes about the seventh child? No. I always want to know. Uh, yeah, you should, you should be with seven. other tens, see if there's any commonalities. Yeah, I did. We did a whole podcast episode about that because I wanted to know about other sevens, as a matter of fact. My dad is one of 12. What number is he? Don't know what? what? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, wait, you have that many aunts and uncles? Yeah. Could you name them all? They were they were not religious. They were farmers. So they were like... The, just you know, nothing just, to do. You needed help. Well, no, they needed help on the farm. So they had more kids. You know, Oh, to, they to, probably to, didn't have contraception. Uh, yes. That's that too, like, probably. oh, fuck, we need someone to raise the tractor. Um, uh, but fucked. I'd have to... I, I don't know what number. He's in the middle-ish. Could you uh, name all your aunts and uncles? You don't have to. Yeah. But yeah really? I yeah. I couldn't. And I, I can't name all two. the cuz like the cousins' kids. I can name all, probably all the cousins. I How have many like is over that? Over fifty cousins. Oh my god! First you cousins. can name them all. Probably yeah. Oh my god! Wow. I, definitely, if I saw their picture, I, might, I have two cousins. Yeah. Wow. Two first. Cousins. Two cousins. Yeah, I probably have nine siblings. Oh my two fa- cousins. Yeah, I know because we're the ones with ten. My parents became religious. Uh-huh. We had ten, but they grew up normal. Yeah. <laughs> so I just have like Aaron and Daniel in Vermont, and then there's all of us, and you know, so it's like. My mother only had one brother. How often are the ten of you together? Not often. But we're, you know, there are, I mean, I'm close with about like six of them. Yeah. Really close. Mm-hmm. That's nice. It was pretty good. But when um, you moved to Canada, were you yeah. still were you still yes, part of the we Hasidic were, community? Yes. So initially, you know, it's like a transition that happens. I think people think that we moved to Canada, that's it. We moved to, you know, walkable distance to our synagogue. Uh-huh. Same community, Lubavitch community. Were they we, chill about the divorce? No. No. My mother was harassed. Really? Yes, by people in my community that reported back to the Brooklyn community because there's a relationship there. Harassed, like, wow. go back, go back to him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My mother uh, my mother was somehow strong. I, like, I don't know, because she seems... It's amazing what she was able to do, the more I think about it, because she's, like, so docile, so Canadian. Um, probably what we would on the spectrum for sure sure and she she just reached a brink she was very badly treated by my father and she somehow one day i mean it's a whole story but my grandfather was basically over her father who was not in the community but worried sick about her jewish but being like connie how are you having all these kids Mm. like it's his daughter he's so close to He's like, never saw this life for her. He came, you know, post-Holocaust. Let's work. You know, he worked in the at a meat shop. His kids, he wanted them to go to university. You know, the first generation to do that. You know, like the normal Jews that you know who have money now. Mm-hmm. He didn't think this. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Going to squander this opportunity we had coming to Canada. His parents came to Canada, but he worked, you know, immigrant lifestyles. And my mother, finally he came, and my mother was in bad shape, and he said... Let's go home, Connie. And he got her when she was really vulnerable, and she said, "Okay, Dad." And he just did everything. And he packed. I mean, the all ten the kids. kids. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the we ten all kids left. on a plane. On a plane. Oh my, oh god. my god. I remember it was four rows on the plane. We had my grandfather in the front. My mother was. She had a mental breakdown. 
totally was not even there. How old were you? Um, I was a kid, and then we had uh, my grandfather was dating my new my step grandmother. Wow, who I loved. We loved any attention. Mm-hmm. And I remember on the plane. That's what I remember that we had. It was kosher, but we didn't buy the kosher meal because of the price. Yeah. So my mother brought Fritos and different things, and you would take like a handful of Fritos, pass it to the next kid, and pass it down. We were on. So my grandfather's in the front, my <clears throat> with my mom, and my step grandmother in the back and then like you know nine kids in between and one kid there and we were doing the fritos and i was like in the last row and there was no fritos left for me oh and i'm like the fuck he took look how much schmool he got look how much schmool he got okay i'm like freaking out my i love the idea of you, if you had been seated somewhere in the middle of this like entire family drama yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you took a handful of the fritos they're like what the fuck who is this yeah i and then my grandmother went my step-grandmother she went to take a little bit from everybody so that i could have oh. some oh that's nice yeah so so i i really liked her and i thought you know when you're a kid and somebody draws and you're like wow you're an artist yeah she drew a flower i said Oh, I said, Ma, she's really an artist. And I would give her projects. I'd be like, hey, could you draw me this? And she'd be like, I can try. And I'm like, and I would save her pictures. Oh. I would be That's... like, wow, she's an artist. <laughs> like, I was so impressed by that as a kid, you know, just good drawing. I remember my second grade uh, Hebrew teacher, I think her name was Mrs. Raish. Maybe that was English. Maura Raish? I can't remember drew an elephant that blew my fucking mind we did the play we did noah's ark and she drew an elephant i said she's free drawing this elephant and i really wanted to be the elephant because of how she drew the elephant my little brother painted a moose in seventh grade for a class and i i told i was like you should be an artist and i think that's my bar is just low but i saw it i was like you're astounding yeah. This moose you, yeah. is incredible. It's, you, it's amazing. You need to pursue this. Yeah. That and we he was like, shame no. art, you know, as we grow old. We but do. when we're younger, we're like, we love it. This came out of like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to do something with her. Like, she's an artist. I did I a housewarming once where everyone who came over, we got to, they got to paint on the walls. And oh, some nice. people drew some real that felt like really like personal and it felt like oh, wait this is what so much. housewarming it was like an old it was a, my first apartment in New York we had like people over and some of them were artists and it was like we just had paint and they painted the walls like with different designs and that. pictures that's it was beautiful that I hate. if you were yeah, a little kid you would have said wow then you're gonna no, pa- then you paint over it right yeah no okay, no good. we kept it till the end I loved it oh it was beautiful uh just this I don't little, want all these people in my house too I'm like what. Jeremy did well, okay, that? yes, I the concept of housewarming. Sure, yeah, we yeah, can yeah. start there. Uh, did your mom stay in the community? She's, she's harassed. No, so wait, she's no, harassed. So, so, no, yeah. So she was harassed. So, so we were still religious. You know, it was like it, it, it was like a transition period. You know, when somebody transitions, they're not suddenly da. Hormones sure. take time. Everything takes time. Okay, so for us, you know, I was like kosher till maybe nineteen. So there's certain things that really stayed. You know, but I was wearing pants. What did you break it with? What was your first non-kosher Egg thing? Egg McMuffin. Ooh. from mcdonald's all i wanted growing up was a nugget and all the non-jews and the less religious jews than me i was always the most religious kid at school even in canada i was still like doing everything religious i was the coach you know i was starting to go to school with jews who did who were jewish but come on right we're yeah. gonna have a happy meal when we're out of the house yeah. you know they were kosher in the house but not out of the house i was kosher 24 7 
the good news about it is I got very good with temptation. I'm very good at like, like I would, some, some non-Jewish kid after school would have a happy meal. I would smell those nuggets, the whiff. And then it would be okay. I would go home, have my mother's fucking meatloaf, whatever the fuck she made. Okay. And I was full. Was I satisfied? Not, but I'm full. Yeah. And I was fine. I didn't think of the McDonald's. So I'm very good. You know when people are poly in this and that? Mm. Sick people. But um, <laughs> I, uh, I'm i okay. Like when I'm in a relationship, and this is why being a lesbian, I guess, works for me. It's like monogamy is not for the faint of heart. I always joke, like people want to be poly, you got to be a gay man. This is, this is not for the faint of heart, okay? They know what they're oh. doing. They know what they're doing. Okay, straight people try and get poly, it gets fucking messy. Mm -hmm. If you're straight, okay, poly is for gay men because they, they're men. They know how to handle their shit. Pun intended and otherwise, okay? They know how to fucking handle it. Dykes, penguins, monogamous till the day we die. Okay, very good at handling temptation. Okay, if a hot girl or something walks by, I see it, I'm, within minutes I'm done. Okay, I'm very good at having 90% of what I want. Mm. I'm okay not to have everything I want. I've really learned to manage temptation, which is something I'm, it keeps me focused in, in many ways. And then if you're straight, I think you get to cheat. That's it. You don't get to, that's it. You get to cheat and live with your secrets and your weird shit. And that's what you do. Okay, that, these I are the rules. I can't endorse this. I can't endorse this. I can't endorse it. Well, are you doing I, Polly? No, I, I just recently I talked with a friend of mine who's who's uh, in a, a a polyamorous marriage and they have a kid, and it's kind of like they they get all of the stress of have of, of being in a, a divorced with kids while being married at oh the same God. time. It sounds like the the rule because you add the rules. Can you meet? Can the partner meet the kid? Uh, they they, no, they, they, like they, drama. they told me they said it's been a tough week. My wife just broke up with her boyfriend of five years, and I said, "Holy shit, that sounds like a nightmare." Every time there's sometimes I'm like, "Oh, Polly, that that sounds fun," and then I hear the stories, and I go, "That sounds like the most stressful don't tell non-Polly people your stories. We don't you we don't want to know. That's why we're not doing it. Okay, it's stressful. Everything life it it is." Yeah, the, the 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 poly the poly straight couples, it's like it's just you're. You, it, it this is like going back to the what we were talking about in the beginning. They're both right. Somebody was talking to me about this the other day after a show. She was saying I would always if I got into a relationship I would need some level of openness. I need a level of openness. Okay, and I said sure, you know. But I've never met a girl who does that. You can't date women. Because a girl, they're going to tell I understand that you need a level of openness. I get what that does, and that sounds great. But a girl will not allow it. Okay? Mm -hmm. And a girl, she'll say, well, you're inviting problems. And she's absolutely right. We're both right. You need a level of openness, but are you inviting problems? Yeah. Poly people are always looking. They never sit and relax enjoying a glass of wine. I relax. Because you know what? I can't, I don't, I'm not always looking. Yeah, sure. I'm not always looking. They're always looking. To, to test it, to test it. They need, you know, it's kind of like my testing a stand-up. Like, I grew up so vulnerable, like just poor and, and really not watched and kind of feral and, you know, vulnerable to the elements, to the winds, to mm -hmm. men, to... And I'm now less vulnerable. I have some money. I'm safe. I'm a grown-up. You know what I mean? 
And so I think I, I must feel comfortable in some level of vulnerability. So I do stand up. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's good to, I feel comfortable, unsure, and scared a little. Yeah. And all that. It actually is a safe spot, even though I don't want to. You know, I'm like, fuck, why can't I be comfortable on a beach? I'm just yeah. not. Sure. I'm more uneasy on a beach. What's going on here? What are we doing here? For how yeah. long? Yeah. You know? But I go to Aruba next week with Tova and I'm I'm I yeah, and it'll I'm not be good for a week. It's so stressful. You know, the but beach, I think one time, one time, one beach. I day. think these people they push it. They, they this is their the stability of whatever their life like they need this. Will a person stay with me if I do this? Will they not? Will mm. they you know, how much can I push it? We have all these rules, but let me break even. Uh, let me break something we haven't talked about. Let me find a loophole. Let me sure. find a gap. But I don't think cheating's any. I think cheating. I don't think cheating's any better. No, than, but that's what straight people get. It's not. None of them are good. Monogamy sure. to the day you die. <laughs> it is. It is not for the faint of heart. This is yeah. for lesbians. Okay. Men. Polly, like orgies all the time. They got to get tested every week. Not for the faint of heart. Okay. Cheating. How do you sleep at night? There's not one good scenario. There's not. I'm not saying that one. They're all horrendous, but these are the options we have so far. None of them are good. I just wonder like my dad, who's like a cheater, just like a guy. Some guys, some guys, maybe the monogamy sucks, but they can, they, they can, they can. Resist, and, it and then sucks. some guys, they it seems like my father. I just don't think he could. Yeah, and so I go. You know what? Maybe he should have. If he had had the option to be poly, if they had field back in the day or whatever, fucking, it app, would suck for maybe, other reasons. Yeah, of course it would suck for other reasons, but maybe more manageable reasons. Better to have an emotional discovery than than than, than to cheat. But then you, don't you know. might you might not have existed because your mom might not have married a man that was again. There's poly. lots of positives to discuss. Yeah. Yeah, they're both. There's not a good solution to most things. It's not going to all be good. You have to always. Pick. I think dialogue is. I think talking is always better than lying. You make lying your, is tough. But some people like to lie. That's their vulnerability. That's sure, where they but, feel but then good. we go through this whole. They that's feel why, a rush. Again, like every, time cheats, every time someone cheats, every time someone cheats, everyone acts, acts shocked. And I go, "What do you mean? Have you looked at the whole history of the world? That's, that's it, been a lot of, for forever. So and a lot of people must like it, right? Sure. Subconsciously. A lot of people must get a thrill or something yeah. that gets their rocks off from doing something like this. Ugh. Yeah. And it's true. And you pick your own body. Listen, I was telling this girl, we were talking after I said, listen, what I figured out about women being in my business of women mm-hmm. is. Keep talking. A, I'm going to change gr- this camera. Oh, why? It just went out. Did we lose everything? No, 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 no. no. What do you have to change? Look, you've got a good setup. This is great audio. As if I could keep talking with such a distraction. <laughs> what am I, not human? <laughs> like, what am I, a fish? <laughs> uh, just keep... So- what? No, I'm going to look oh, at there this. We go, what there the we fuck go. is happening okay. over my shoulder? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Just keep talking. Like, what What am I, a robot? No, you're yeah. over my shoulder. Yeah. I'm going to... What's happening there? He's told me to do keep talking before to no one when it's just the two no. of us while he goes and gets his laundry from that. Like, like what am I going to keep wait, saying? Wait, hold on. You're acting like I'm constantly doing chores. Okay. In the middle yeah, of the so podcast. let's call a five. We call a five. A T.O., remember this? Yeah. T.O. 
fuck? I don't even remember what I was talking about. You were saying what you learned about women. You said that. Oh, yeah. So you could, listen, here's the whole thing. Women only want to be loved and protected. And love, they want to be openly loved. You got to post. Okay. You're not getting away without a wall post once in a while. Okay. Mm -hmm. You got to show they want it in public. They want public love. They want an ownership of some kind that they got somebody. Okay. That's what they want. Yeah. They want to be loved and protected. Okay. And they're simultaneous for them. Both make them feel each other. Okay. And, and for that, okay. And, and then you have one rule with that. You can't, nobody else. You just can't. You can't break that rule. And for that, if you accept the one rule, okay, they will take care of you forever. It's a pretty good deal. They will cook. They will clean naturally, whatever it is you, you want them, you know, you, you have a really, maybe they work, whatever it is, but they will take care of you the way they will find the way to take care of you. A good like woman. I'm not bringing it back to like fifties, but like whatever it is, like that, you know, that they make you feel safe. Mm hmm. And that's it. The one rule is you can't do the other thing. You just can't. But they will take care of you for the rest of your life. So you have to be a grown-up and make that decision if you want to make that decision. It's not a decision for everyone. Some people don't want that. Some people, they get a thrill from whatever. I'm over a thrill, okay? I, if I want a thrill, I go to Six Flags. That's it. <laughs> you know, so you're over a thrill. You're, you're, you're talking like you're an 80-year-old. That's the way it is. You, that's you what know it how many like. people say they're over the thrill and then someday in their 50s, they, you know, sure. they, they, okay. they get a I diagnosis. Might get into they go, I want a thrill. Great. So sure. we, we cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah, sure. Yeah. On the uh, diagnosis. Um, uh, let's go to our next segment. Oh. Yep. This has got to stop. I, I got to get rid of these night terrors. That was, that was a oh. total night terror. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Tova has night terrors. I don't know. I can't go with tights. You, you tape this? <gasps> we have an app. Records John all the Mark night terrors. Hey, uh, uh. right, What's wrong? Oh, yeah. He's so cute. So what's wrong? I can't go with John Mark. I can't go with... What's wrong, sweetheart? I can't go. You're so nice. So where? <laughs> sweetheart. To the airport. You want to go to the airport? Yeah. Are you up with her? Come back to that. Yeah, but I don't remember it. That's why we recorded yeah. it. You can go to the airport anytime you want. No, but I can't. <laughs> He's such a good boyfriend, my God. The time is 4.05 a.m. <laughs> so that, so, so I, I, it was, I, we played this once in the podcast before, but but I asked Alexa what time it was, and then she, in her night terrors, went, shh, because she didn't want me to find out what time it was. And it was 4.05 in the morning. But I got a bit out of it. I got so, a bit out of it. But you, you get up. You're not also night terroring. You're up, but you oh, don't remember. You're half I'm sleeping. Up. Sometimes I remember, sometimes I don't. Yeah. You know, I pray, you know, but sometimes I wake up, I'm like, God, why do I feel like shit? I slept for seven hours. And it's like, no, you actually slept for five. You were talking. You're trying to calm her down. It's always anxiety. She wakes up with some kind of anxiety. Every night? Uh, she sometimes might have PTSD. I have, she I have. She was mugged. She was mugged at knife point. Not at that's knife point. Horrendous. That's part of my bed. But she you was see, so she's got to take my sister's tip, walk with a limp. Yeah. Something. She's got to get an umbrella, something. No, but Toe's, toe's ready to fight. Toe's ready. Tova, yeah, this she person back. This she got her, took her phone. Yeah. Tova chased after him, tackled him to the ground, got her phone back. 
for her phone. Which is the well, opposite she was, of what she I She said she was traveling the next day, like gonna go to the airport. She's like, I can't. I have to go on this trip. So like, she's was like, she's not backing down from a. I'm buying pepper yeah. spray for her, by the way, because some some guy got on her face on the subway. I said, I need to get you pepper spray. You didn't get it already. I, I did. I did. I got on my phone and when it didn't, I moved the order out, didn't go through. My brother, who served in the Israeli army, okay, he had limited options. He got back from the army. I moved out at 17. He goes, huh? Did you go see my guy at the army surplus store? I'm like, what? He's like an Israeli guy. I'm like, what? He's like, go see my guy. I go to see the guy. The guy gives me pepper spray with a lesson. He's like, you drop. Okay, you do this, you drop. I'm like, what? I walk home with a pepper spray. Because, huh? My guy said you should go into see I'm like, I went to see your crazy guy. <laughs> but like, yeah, pepper, you, 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 you got it. Do you have it on you? No, I don't have it anymore. And it expires. Do you ever now. use it? Never once. But many times I clutched it. Did you ever test? Because I feel like I'd have to test it. You don't want to, you know, you get it out. No, and then I it's, didn't test it. You test it, it'll hurt I you. was, I was. You test it like this. No, because do you know how to do pepper spray? Everybody listening. I don't. Gonna, that's the whole problem. I'm going to tell you. Please. Okay. Because I learned from this guy at the army surplus store who. God knows what he was up to, okay? <laughs> Giving women low key because it's like illegal in Montreal or something. Mm -hmm. So you spray up and you drop and crawl out. Because it drops, you spray up into their face, mm -hmm. up. But you better make sure you drop immediately. You have seconds because that's it falls how, that's down. How, yeah, oh, it's, I it's see. a mist. It's a, you know, it's like yeah. it's like perfume. If you yeah. you know you spray and you walk in. It's like, so you spray up, you drop, and you crawl out, and then why, you run. Why don't you, why don't you spray, spin, run the other way? You can't. you got to drop. I don't know. Because <laughs> it, it, it's such a big fume. No, it's such a big um, spray. It's yeah. massive. It's, it's like a cloud. It really is like a cloud. It, it nobody now let me now do you think even with with this information that you have right now yeah that if you had pepper spray and you sprayed someone yeah that you'd be like i'm gonna drop i know i because would. that's what i i'm not I'm you not would fall instinct and turn and I, run i would I, but i'm no saying, you duck you don't have to fully like i don't you just duck out i don't trust my ability and my no. agility to to duck <laughs> I feel like I could, I would get slowed down. These days, you do a dead drop being yes. Titanic yes. for this long. But I'm right. telling you that any girl will will show you'll feel agile. You, yeah. we're, we're already yeah yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're head on a swivel type of people. Yeah. Mm. You know, a woman type of person is a head on a swivel person. Mm -hmm. You know, at night we know how to walk with each other, just like like. And I think men at this point, like I don't want to hear men that are insulted. Like if you see a girl walking, you can cross the street. Just get away from her. She doesn't yeah. want to be near yeah. you. Like, you can cross the street. You're scaring her. Yeah. Like, why do you want to scare people? I don't scare people. Like, it's just, yeah, we cross the street because we can't take any risk. Sure, you're probably a nice guy. I, I don't have time to find that out. Right. Mm, that's a good point. <laughs> it's not that for me like to find out. That feels like the gym thing right now. There's a lot of gym debate stuff where guys are like, I was just trying to help her at the gym. And she she says, I'm a creep. And it's like, well, yeah, because yeah, well, she doesn't have time to decide. Yeah. Also, no one wanted. No one wants to be talked to at the gym. At no the one. gym. But, so it's, but yeah. then, but then you meet someone. How do you meet your wife at the gym? I go. Well, you know what? It I worked. Don't, once I don't in know a while. those people. I don't know. Let anyone. the women come up to you. Yeah. But also, there were women lying. I saw online about men looking at them. So women are it's also lying. There's all. Both are 100 <laughs> percent true. Everyone making TikToks of their own yeah. life. You can't trust a single goddamn thing no. yeah. no. say. All right, this is our real segment. This has got to stop. This has got to stop. Oh. Do you have a thing that's got to stop? Something that's bothering you? Something that's annoying you? Big, small, human, tipping, um, whatever. I think motorcycles. Mm. I would say motorcycles are out. We we see you. 
we vroom 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 fucking hear you like either be in a car or don't what, what are we doing with motorcycles <laughs> yeah. now? they don't feel like they're cool anymore no not and i would go not cool yeah. you can just be into leather now yeah yeah you don't need this weird yeah vehicle. you don't need the thing you don't anymore. need this like, you don't need like, yeah. like now leather holds its own yeah you can just have a leather jacket yeah, they now. They don't feel like they are. They they used to be cool. That's what you they used wanted. To feel cool. Would you yeah. ever drive a motorcycle? No, absolutely. Not. Oh, I think it'd be it would be fun. I'm too scared. I'm too terrified. My dad yeah. had a friend who died on a motorcycle when he was uh, 19. Of course, it's sheer. It's for what? What's a motorcycle helmet? You ever wear a motorcycle helmet? You ever put one on? I put one on. Yeah. My You're wearing a piece of a car. <laughs> you know that it's a piece of a car over your head. That's yeah. what the motorcycle helmet sure. is. It looks exactly. It's a car. You, okay. you should feel if you got on a plane and they said, "Hey, put on these little wings first, you'd be like, yeah. "Maybe this isn't a good plane." Yeah, you're Feels wearing like- a piece of a car, and so what's the plan on that? That you're going to survive an accident with your head without your fucking body? Where's this going? That's why you need a car, which is like a helmet for your fucking body. Yeah, that's yeah. why we did the car. Yeah. Okay. Jay Leno just got into a motorcycle accident too yeah. after the fire accident. No. Yeah, yeah, not, not. He's okay. He's alive. Okay, he has to stop everything now. He's got to stop. That's my thing. Jay he Lennon. has got to Jay, stop. Put, Jay, you got to stop. You got into stop motorcycles. Stop fixing the cars. You the don't cars need to have to pay someone to the fix cars the cars. I also don't like when people have too many cars. I don't think it's like one of the. It's one of those things where I get if you have money, I, again, do what you want. Who cares? Yeah. But it's weird. I think it's weird to like need all those cars. At some point, you got to get over the, the the instinct to collect. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna collect all the cars. It's the same thing with the Pokemon. That I, I also know Pokemon that I'm biased. I don't shit. give a shit about cars. I like, hate cars. I love I hate, cars. You I love hate cars. cars. I love cars. Yeah. Would have two hundred if I could. Wow. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you have to get an eighth piece of property I just for all your fucking cars. I love tactile things. Well, you know what? I watched this documentary series. What's it called? Surviving Death on Netflix. Did you see this? No, I'm not watching that shit. Surviving death. It's really cool. It's, a, it's for the first time at real, and I don't know if it's the first time, but maybe on television, a clinical look into near-death experiences, mm-hmm. uh, reincarnation, um, mm-hmm. all these sort of things that nobody has taken a real scientific approach to. Because typically when you have an example of anything, even if anecdotal, somebody has a story, whatever, if you have enough examples of the same thing, science demands we look into it. We quantify sure. it, we, we, we pull data from it, and we see what we can learn from it. So the big takeaway from all these episodes, and they have neurosurgeons on this and everything, and it's just it's just a nice discussion, okay? Um, which is what I like from my television. But my big takeaway from all these things is that this world ends. Mm-hmm. It's ending, guys. Okay, and you heard me earlier. The the world is over. Okay, this this that beeping is gonna fuck it. That should yeah. end. And so for just, those listening, there's a beeping should, that you can't hear on the podcast. You should know. You should know that. You should try and value what you can as soon as you can. So family, friendship, like, it doesn't matter, guys. Like, just get to what's important as soon as you can because, you know, it it, it, it ends, you know. But then my big takeaway with it was the only thing I know from all these episodes is that the material world ends. Some of the episodes suggested I could see my grandfather again live in eternity. Yeah. With him. So if I can see Zadie again, Zadie, hold up. Let me drive this Porsche while I can. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get into him. He doesn't sound like I can have a Rolex. So yeah. let me have it now. Yeah. I, it made me more materialistic. It made me think, There's okay. There's a with heaven. Yeah. It's, it's like, so well, let me enjoy it now. like, well, yeah. Don't worry. You'll, you'll get yours in heaven. Let's yeah. just so it's let like, me have the cars. I can't. I like tactile. Let me feel. I do like things. Yeah. I like a physical world. Yeah. And you're telling me the physical disappears. So now I'm extra in the physical yeah 
I, I don't it's know. It's like the world stressful thinking of the physical world going on because then you're like, it's hard to imagine what you do, what what you spend your time doing in eternity. Yeah. Now I just want you're just kind of like floating next to people. Like yeah, you you're know. doing relationships. You're yeah. having nice mm-hmm. times. You're on clouds. <laughs> you're on the beach. Sure. You don't need a car. You're yeah. on the beach. I remember once when I was young, I was looking through a plane window and I saw all the clouds and I thought about the traditional heaven. view of heaven and I was like, so we just were there. We're just there. It's we're just like, yes, yeah, beautiful. I look at a view for 10 seconds and then I go, okay, now what? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember I had an existential thought of like, oh, he- what if heaven's really boring? Well, yeah. That's probably mostly old probably people. Is, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, a lot that's of what old it is. people in heaven. It's, it's, it's like a big, you know, someone you dies can, young, they're like, cool, hey. And racist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Heaven's in heaven, oh my god! Like with the most that would be you get to heaven and it's actually like really conservative there because really, it's all they're also old. Yeah, they're also <laughs> old and they rule rule society. Yeah, it's not the young are up and coming. The young yeah. are always in in yeah. low dem- like the, the God's the, the just lowest. an old racist man. <laughs> most people are old and they're only getting older. Yeah. Um, our final okay. segment. You better count. Your blessing. You better count your blessing. Russell, tell us the blessing. Okay, so you know that it's something I love that I forget every time uh, I love. And once or twice a year, uh, I will like find uh, a band mm-hmm. that has been famous for so long. Oh. And then I'm like, but I like, I'm like, wow, has anyone heard of the Talking Heads? Like, yes. like I mean, I'm, I've been in Talking Heads for years, but like that feeling of like when you get into a band that have been around, they're very famous, everyone knows about them, but you've just never really explored it and listened to it. Yeah, I love yeah. that feeling. It's a, it's like one of the the best things in the world when you get excited about something. You're like, oh, that's all these albums to listen to. Anyways, I had that happen uh, this week. I had that with Dave Matthews Band. Yeah, yeah. My friend Drew Johnson was sending me. I was like, you know what? I heard of them. Yeah. And now I'm like, they got a lot of good songs. A lot of great things. Yeah, so so I just love that feeling. You know, when you like, it's, great. it's exciting to have new music to listen to that's not new, but you've just never listened to it. Mm. I love that. Was it yeah. Talking Heads? No, no. I've, <laughs> I've loved the Talking Heads for a long time. But the, uh, I, this Who's week, the band? Give a band. Nine Inch Nails, which is so funny. I love uh-huh. them. I, I, I had yeah. no idea. Like, I think in my head, I associated it with a certain type of person it's I went lame. to middle school or high school with that yeah. was like, Kind of an intense kind of guy that like, but it's beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, Trent Reznor, it's 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 um, yeah, loving it. Uh, I love that. Yeah. Um, my my blessing. I think you have a shout out to uh, Patrick Colbert. Uh, opened for me at this uh, casino, and he was a great opener, and uh, uh, a great driver, great opener, great filmer. So I always like to give give a, uh, a good opener a shout out. Uh, bring Patrick on the road with you. I think the other blessing I did want to say is my mom. I'm trying to write this fucking TV show and it has a lot of divorce stuff in it. And my mom, uh, she's been like a really good uh, resource for facts about, mm-hmm. I, I said like, what, cause in Maryland where, when she got divorced, you had to live under, you have to live under separate roofs for a year and you're not allowed to have sex in that year before you can file for divorce. Okay. Which sounds like a crazy that that's in the, it's, it's an illegal insane. book. It's insane. Yeah. And in, in other states, uh, you, you you don't have to live separately, but you're allowed to put down a line down the middle of your home indicating that you're one so person. So I always feel so there. Republican. They're like, you know, we don't want government in our homes. And then they have rules like these. That, yeah. well, all these rules, all these rules, it just feels like it it uh, it, it benefits whoever is bringing in the money. 
So I just imagine these rules came to be because the, the, the time where it just gave the man power. Like all these rules, I'm like, back in the day, this definitely was I for the, the rule, man's No, I think benefit. it's so, it's to reconcile. I think sure. the rule is get back together. What? But yeah. that's what's so weird about it is for the government so to be like, the government no, to be like, ah, you two are so cute. Look at the pictures. Yeah. Hey, we're going to have sex one time. Just try it. Uh, but my mom immediately, she was like, oh, there's a site called 123divorce.com. And it lists every state's rules about divorce. Oh. And uh, she's been very, I pretty much told her the show is going to be, it's about uh, her and me. And she's been, uh, she's been fine. You know what nice. would be fine? To have the constituent of your father, okay? And start, uh, try and cast the girl she cheated with. That'll mm, be cathartic yeah. for you. Sure. Meet them. I don't know if they're old enough to legally work uh, on a SAG production, but sure. Yeah, they are. Um, you you got to get there. You'll get there. I, I could get some and, of and, and And you'll realize that they're people. And then you'll give me a writing credit. Sure. Just for that. <laughs> yeah. Because I think that'll be when the show opens. That's, that's when the show opens. That's when the show opens. Just getting okay. to know my dad's. Yeah, you get know to the know other them. What happened? Oh, I meant to say that there's this picture that you I post. You were a cute boy. There's this picture I post uh, online sometimes like during Father's Day. And it's like me as a little boy with my dad and this like stunning blonde woman. And uh, it's just funny because I have no idea who she is. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, it's just very indicative of, of part of yeah. my childhood. And my mom, she told me, she said, she said you know, that's, that's the woman your dad cheated on me <gasps> with. Oh. And I've been like posting it online for years. years. And I was like, oh, my God, mom, I'm so sorry. I've been constantly just yeah. pushing this woman yeah. out there. And she, I think she was like, yeah, she was like a babysitter or something. Did you ever have, uh, do you have a relationship with your father now? Uh, yeah, it's a it's a tough one. It's a tough one, but not not because of that. I found out about the cheating way later in life. But so did it, you ever talk to him about it? Uh, no. I've talked to him. No, I have to an extent. He is he is he is a uh, a liar in the way that he just won't go into his transgressions that that deeply. He yeah, just won't give you a lot of son. information. I I want I've always wanted to be like mm -hmm. you know you you cheated so so much. There's so many women who left my life suddenly, and looking back on it, it was because they caught him cheating. And instead, he painted it like, oh, they went crazy. Yeah. And uh, I never brought that up because, because he's one of those guys, he can't, he can't admit fault, and I worry if I push it, the something in him will, like, will like break. But you're wanting, you're wanting him to admit fault. I want you to empathize with him. I want oh, I you empathize to with do him. on the other side that he's a person. He I, maybe made mistakes, but he maybe enjoyed a lot of what he did. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm sure he did. No, I, I empathize. I don't I don't have judgment for for these women. I, I but if you anything, have judgment if anything, for I'm, him. What you have judgment for him? I don't know if I have judgment for him. I have judgment about other things. The the cheating. I I, I he's he's a, he's a guy. He was a, he was a good looking guy. The empathy, the lack of empathy is is the fact that I he can't talk. Honestly. No, I know, I he know, but he's honestly. maybe scared of you. Uh, sure. He's scared. He doesn't want to tell you know. He doesn't. Th he thinks you are judging him. If you could talk like a man with him, I think like, it's tough. Hey, it's tough it's, to talk it's to him. It's tough because he doesn't look at you like that. He he doesn't think you understand. Sure. By the way, there's all complications. It might never get you know good. Like I saying things sometimes that I need to hear out loud. It's like I would talk to him. This is my father, and I have no relationship. But I would talk. You know, I would if I could talk to him if he was you know. He's very unstable now. If I could talk to him and it didn't escalate to something crazy, it'd be great to understand him as a human person. Sure, I would say that about my dad. Do you know dad. what I mean? Yeah. I just... Do you ever want to talk to your dad? Not anymore because he's so sick. 
he's he mental like uh he's untreated diabetic and so he's like really so that affects your your yeah your the type mind. that he has yeah you could go blind and you go crazy for real really yeah. it, i didn't know it would ever affect your it does yeah no this diabetes there's three different types of diabetes i just believe three? one is I know like one weight related uh-huh and one is like only blood related and it really fucks with you wow yeah like his is, you know, you lose your sight, you start to go crazy from that. You go, man, yeah. You is he go. still here in New York, just in the no, community? No, he lives in Nevada. Hmm. It's a whole thing. He's wow. really crazy. Sure. So, and and potentially violent. My brother, oh, yeah. he did had a bad experience. So, if he was like a safe person that I could talk to, and I, you know, I wasn't at the physical risk. Maybe if he could be lucid, yeah, um, I would have a, con- you know, but. If you're, de- you know, but sometimes we can't go there and that's what keeps us the barriers between people. It's like, we're not seeing each other as people, um, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, you know, you can't imagine ever cheating and he cheat, you know, it's like, so that's a barrier. Because sure. It's like, we used to say, it's like at the beginning of high, like what happened to everybody's different. We're all going to make mistakes. They're going to be different mistakes, but you're going to make mistakes. Sure. Okay. And our differences are what bring us together. But now it's like, it's like the whole thing with labels that we see all over. It's like, it used to be, you know what? Don't label me. Don't put me in a box. Lesbian, gay, queer. Like just now it's like, I'm demisexual. I'm specifically this. The, the. Mm-hmm. It's like, like the ways in which we're different is like so important to us instead mm-hmm. of the ways that we are the same. So both are a hundred percent right. And do you have a blessing for us? A blessing. Some, something you're very specific, thankful for. It could be a something, an item, a person. An act. In my life or for you? No, for you. A blessing yes. for myself. So, no, so I'm saying, what, what are you thankful for? Some Something uh, he was thankful for finding a new band. I was oh. thankful for my mom helping me with this oh, thing. Oh, and I turned that whole around. And I'm thankful for your mother as well. And sure. the band, Nine Inch Nails, my God. What am I thankful for? I'm just thankful for my life. Like, I'm just, I enjoy, I still not, I'm the kind of person, listen, I live in Los Angeles now for five years. I never get over a nice day. When I walk out in LA and it's a beautiful day, I go, it's a beautiful day. I don't, so I'm still like, the things I'm thankful for are so cliche and whatever, it's not a thing, it's just that I still get to do what I love to do for a living. It never gets old to me. It literally doesn't get old. Well, God, that's a very nice that's blessing. Uh, uh, this is coming out March 14th. Nice. Is there anything you'd like to plug? I'm going to be all over. I'll be in uh, Columbus, Ohio. I hope it's not near Palestine, Ohio. I'll be bringing my own water to <laughs> Columbus, Ohio. Um, I'll be in Ann Arbor. I will be in, oh, uh, March around then, I'm going to be in New Orleans at Tulane. Where are you pre- Oh, you're performing uh, Tulane? Yeah, Tulane. Nice. I don't know if non-Tulane oh, can go there, but sometimes they can. So Sure. Um, you can follow me for nudes on Instagram at Robbie Hoffman uh, and on Twitter at, at I am Robbie Hoffman. Uh, Russell, what would you like to plug? <clears throat> uh, come see Titanic, oh. the musical, off-Broadway, shows a week, Dale Roth Theater, and DM me at Russell J. Daniels if you want a little friends and family, a little discount. Uh, Debbie Dad's our discount. By the way, we're going to have merch soon, guys. We're almost done with the store. 
So please uh, uh, keep following uh, me online at Jamarcus Razi. Join the Patreon, even if you don't want to listen to the bonus stuff, just to support the podcast. Patreon.com slash downside. I will be headlining in uh, Denver this Thursday, March 16th, uh, Fort Collins. March 17th and 18th. And then the weekend after that, I'm in Houston for the Riot Comedy Festival. And most importantly, Russell will be joining for yes. our first yes. live recording in a comedy festival in Houston. Yes, we, will. Uh, we will be, uh, I believe it's at, I, got I think it's off. at 4 p.m. And Steph Tolev is our guest. Oh my God. Yes. Very excited to have yes. her. But let me make a plea. Please come. Please, not just come, because I know most of you don't live in Houston. Tell your friends in Houston to come. Yeah. Because if Russell flies down <laughs> for a live show and there's, and there's four people there. if Less than five. Yeah. It's going to be real tough on our friendship. It is. And Russell will act like it's – Russell will be like, no, it's, it's cool. And – It'll hurt. It'll be tough to. It'll tough to get. It'd be tough to get him to leave New York for another live show ever it, it again. It will be very tough to, to so lose the please. day of pay. And yeah, yeah. He uh, doesn't have the temperament. And, and and can I just a note on Steph Tolov? Maybe the funniest comedian. So funny. right now, easy. Uh, when I moved to Toronto, she was already fucking killing. Um, incredible. We lived together for a year and a half when I first moved to oh, LA. Wow. The loudest house in America. <laughs> the loudest house sure. in America. What's what's a fun fact I can bring up in the podcast? I should be surprised that I know that you know from living with her. She's extremely neat and kind in real life. So it's not fun. Yeah. But I just know her. Neat. Yeah. Like neat. we're actually we live together great because we're both very neat. We're actually not messy. We're just loud. Yeah. We're just loud. Sure. <laughs> yeah. My girlfriend too. Neat, neat and loud. Um well. It's thank- ethnic. What was that? It's ethnic. Is it really? I think so. Being neat? Well, loud. Sure. <laughs> um, and for everyone listening, whether mm. whether you know whatever your thoughts are on Israel and Palestine, just remember you're both right. This yep. is the downside. One, two, three. Downside. Downside. You're listening to the downside. The downside with John Marco Cerezi.